0: Welcome to r slash am I the jerk the movie in this special three hour long episode I'm going to be showing you some of the very best posts from r slash AITA from the past few months So without further ado sit back relax. Let's get into this Am I the jerk for shutting down a girl's attempt to diagnose me with an eating disorder? I lost my left leg when I was very young from a hospital acquired infection I have a prosthetic leg which I use for walking and another one for running and exercise When I was on my parents' health insurance growing up, I got refitted regularly as I grew up. Now I'm too old to be on my parents' insurance, and while my company's insurance is considered very good, getting a new leg or getting adjustments for body weight changes is still expensive. I expect to be paying a fortune if I get pregnant. So I try my best to stay the same weight and if I gain some weight, I can immediately feel it becoming less comfortable to walk Anyway, a friend's girlfriend and I were talking and she began remarking on how I'm not eating much We were out to dinner and I was just having a soup and salad and everyone else was having baby back ribs I'd stolen a few off my boyfriend's plate, but generally I was trying to eat light I said I was trying to lose a few pounds and she immediately assured me that I was beautiful the way I was And I didn't need to lose weight I told her, I know, but losing weight helps me with my mobility. She then began diagnosing me with an eating disorder, saying I must have a delusion, I was very heavy and having issues walking. I was fuming. She sounded super condescending and I blurted out that she had no business talking down to me about my weight, even if it was to tell me not to change it. The other people overheard and the girlfriend got really embarrassed and left with my friends soon after Now my boyfriend thinks that I should have explained why I need to keep my weight the same But I don't think I should have to pull out my disability to get her to shut up with long loose pants It's often hard to tell that I have a prosthetic leg I don't know if she knew but I didn't feel like justifying why my weight needed to stay the same But am I the jerk for shutting down her attempts to diagnose me with an eating disorder? Ah There we go. Um, Pretty stupid one to end, to be honest. Why is this person commenting on you? I just don't understand. You're obviously right. And again, obviously not the jerk here. You do not have to tell anybody ever about your disability or explain it to them if you don't want to. Yes, I concede that it might have helped her to understand why you were doing what you were doing but also she has no right to even ask in the first place or even question it in the first place or comment on it that is the truth so it's completely up to you if you want to do that it's also not up to your boyfriend to suggest that it's up to you it's your body at the end of the day now with that being said i do actually think if i was in this position okay, who knows right this woman could have had so many questions over the years about oh why are you eating this oh you got a prosthetic leg etc etc what happened so she's probably sick of it she is probably sick of it i think that personally i would give someone the benefit of the doubt and explain it to them the first time but that is me sort of standing here without a disability that i've had to explain to people over the years so i don't know if if that's the case but i think if someone was was genuinely asking me legitimately oh by the way why are you doing that you look in good shape you know what's going on how come you're doing that then you can actually explain to them oh no it's not really because I'm out of shape I just have to stay in this shape otherwise I'll get extremely uncomfortable which is abnormal right I think it's okay to explain once just so people understand but I don't know it probably does get really frustrating over the years and the way that this person has asked it means that I probably wouldn't even want to explain it to them when they're saying oh you must have an eating disorder yeah to be fair at that point I'm shutting down and I'm saying nah I'm not explaining anything to you You don't deserve any sort of explanation Am I the jerk for begging my girlfriend to uphold a sexist tradition just so she can make a good first impression? I have a big family that's incredibly close We have big family dinners every few months where we all meet at my great-grandfather's estate and eat together Typically how this works is that the women cook for the time they're there and the men don't Which i'm fully aware is sexist as hell That being said, I am one of the youngest people in my family and my protests mean literally nothing Some of these women choose not to cook However, this is usually met with a level of ostracizing The women who don't cook are lives and long-term girlfriends So they kind of already have a good family relationship doctored in when i've seen new partners not cook It's gone bad like completely ostracized not speaking cattiness rudeness, etc This dinner will be in two weeks and my girlfriend was asked if she would attend Initially, she said yes, which is great. I want for her to meet everyone and for everyone to get used to her being around. But when I explained to her the tradition, she was understandably bothered. I told her that I understood where she was coming from. However, it was best for everyone if she just played along. I told her this isn't a permanent thing, and I'm only asking her to do this so that she can avoid bad treatment from the rest of the family. This is her first impression, and I don't think it's best if we cause waves." She told me that it's unacceptable and that if she has to do that she won't be going I've tried to find a compromise with her on this, but she won't budge and she's angry at me She told me that if I think it's acceptable to make her do this I'm just as bad as everyone else While my point is that she needs to make a good first impression So am I the jerk? Listen traditions aside. This one is very very simple in my opinion Unfortunately, you're being the jerk here OP. The fact that you know yourself that you're in the wrong, surely that's enough to think, hang on a second, do I really want to do this? Or is it time for me to be the first one to stand up against this very, very archaic and ultimately very backwards tradition that my family is still running with in the 21st century? I mean, that alone is embarrassing. And the fact that you don't have the balls to stand up for yourself and your girlfriend is even more embarrassing. Sorry, but I think that's the case. What about your family making a first good impression on her rather than the other way around? Surely it's a two-way street, right? She's checking out your family and seeing if that's compatible for her in the same way that they're meeting her for the first time. I think it works both ways and ultimately this is just sexist. Am I the jerk for leaving my husband at home while I spend the week at my brother's because of how he buys groceries? I've been in a committed relationship with my husband for 17 years and overall things have been great. We've had a few rough patches, but... What's important to note is that while he earns more than me and is considered the main provider, I have a substantial trust fund that ensures we're financially stable. I work part-time as a teacher while attending university, earning less than him, and most of my income goes towards tuition. Our household income exceeds $200,000 annually, while the average in our area is below $50,000. One ongoing issue we have is my husband's frugality. He likes to control my spending and have the final say on how he uses his earnings. It's worth mentioning that I've never used any of his income and I have no intention of doing so. However, the main point of contention between us is his frequent visits to food banks. Despite having more than enough food at home, he insists on going to food banks to save money. He intentionally looks disheveled and uses our beat-up car to blend in even though he's never experienced food scarcity i've explained to him the need for food donations in our community even showing him social media posts from local food banks but he remains indifferent i suggested he volunteer or donate to gain first-hand experience but he refuses the unfortunate part is that since we're never short on food most of what he brings home ends up getting thrown away today i discovered our fridge filled with fresh produce and meat That clearly didn't come from our regular grocery store when I confronted him He admitted to going to a food bank after seeing a facebook post about a donation of fresh food People on social media were already asking if any was left and there wasn't I showed him these comments, but he brushed them off claiming people should have gone earlier exhausted by the situation I packed a bag and went to stay with my brother for the weekend asking for space to think things over My husband accuses me of overreacting being vindictive and threatens to go back to the food banks Regardless of my feelings His family is also messaging me calling me a jerk and urging me to stop interfering with his choices I turned off my phone, but now they're bombarding my brother with messages Thankfully, he supports my decision and ignores them. All I want is to enjoy the rest of my week without being angry at my husband Yes, I could let this go and not scold him But the food he takes could have gone to people who truly need it. I'm not leaving my husband But I need a few days to gain some clarity Am I wrong for wanting this space? Okay, this is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, it's clear. OP, you're not the jerk. The fact that your household income is 200K combined and you say you have a trust fund as well, but you're going, well, sorry, not you, but your family, I guess, is utilizing food banks is actually disgusting. Food banks, we I mean, I don't even need to go into what a food bank is or why it's there or, or who needs it and, and what using it when you don't need to the ramifications that could have they're just very very obvious your husband is just a terrible person i'm sorry there's frugality which is one thing and i agree sometimes you can be too frugal often i think that i can be myself but there's also just downright i don't know ultimately stealing and and that is what your husband is doing so yeah on the one hand maybe it's sometimes a good thing to, to be careful with money but if you're taking food from people who can't afford it then that is just that's just ridiculous am i the jerk for posting videos of my niece and nephew misbehaving in response to my sister's complaints that i did not want them at my birthday dinner my sister angel claims to use hands-off parenting with my niece sophia and nephew parker in actuality angel is entirely permissive and refuses to discipline them she expects other adults to step in when Sophia and Parker's behavior is getting out of hand. For this reason, I asked Angel to get a babysitter for Sophia and Parker if she wanted to attend my 27th birthday. I love Sophia and Parker as their aunts, and at the same time, I want a peaceful evening to celebrate my birthday instead of dealing with Sophia and Parker's behavior because I know Angel isn't going to discipline them herself. Angel acted understanding when I made this request and explained my reasons to her in person. But then she went online and made a Facebook post accusing me of hating Sophia and Parker and trying to punish Angel by only inviting our sister Jessica's kid, Megan, to my birthday dinner. Never mind that Megan is 17 and practically an adult herself. Several of our relatives and mutual acquaintances called me out and said that I was a jerk and was excluding a 10 and 7 year old. I responded to Angel's post by sharing two videos of Sophia and Parker misbehaving while Angel did nothing. The first video was a recording taken by Megan where Sophia and Parker were throwing tantrums and yelling at her. Megan was trying to calm Sophia and Parker down while Angel was on her tablet ignoring the situation. The other video was one that Angel took. Sophia and Parker were yelling, throwing toys at each other, and Parker even called his sister a bad word. Angel was laughing as if it were funny and was again doing nothing to discipline Sophia or Parker. I wrote alongside the videos that I love Sophia and Parker as their aunts, but at the same time, I want a peaceful evening to celebrate my birthday. And I don't want to be stuck disciplining Sophia and Parker because clearly angel won't angel ended up not coming to my birthday at all my parents told me that i was in the wrong for sharing those videos because everyone's children has acted up and posting those videos didn't accomplish anything besides embarrassing angel they also said i could have compromised by having a nobody under 18 rule for my birthday dinner megan would not be able to attend but then sophia and parker wouldn't feel excluded but i do not see how that would be fair to myself or megan so am i the jerk for wanting to make compromises for my birthday dinner okay definitely not the jerk here op actually the way you went about this was brilliant if you're being called out online by someone when it's completely just not factual then you're well within your rights to do exactly what you did in this situation The thing that I like about it is that you didn't just get really annoyed, which to be honest, I reckon I would have done And just posted the videos and left it at that and said, no, this is the reality You actually came with a little bit of, you know, kindness and said, look, I do love you guys However, this is the truth and this is my birthday and I can kind of do what I want And also, yeah, of course you could put in a nobody under 18 rule But the fact of the matter is you want Megan to be there because it's your birthday and you want megan to be there. So that's completely fine. It's your birthday You can invite whoever you want and um, yeah for my 27th I don't really want a 10 to 7 year old to have very poorly behaved to be there either makes sense I'm other jerk for lashing out at my family for calling my fiance my second wife years ago I was married to a close friend We were roommates adopted a dog together and lived together since college until our mid late 20s married at 24 and 25 However, we were never actually romantically involved She wasn't interested in marriage and also questioning her sexuality at the time But her family was ultra traditional and messy for many other reasons and kept pushing her to settle down I just got out of a rough long-term relationship and we kind of both just said screw it We basically were kind of living like a married couple. Let's get married for the convenience So we did the paperwork for it, but we never had a wedding. We were also never romantically involved She just wasn't my type and I wasn't hers my family knew she wasn't my wife in the traditional sense. They did heavily disapprove though. When I started getting back into the dating scene, we split up and legally divorced. She remains one of my close friends to this very day and I care for her a lot. It's been a few years and I'm now 32 with a lovely fiance who I cannot wait to marry. However, ever since I announced the engagement, my family has been making weird comments like, oh, so Roxy, my dog, is getting a new stepmom. Wife number two at 32, huh? That's a lot of wives for your age. Let's hope the second one lasts It makes both me and my fiance uncomfortable I keep on saying that my close friend wasn't really my wife in the traditional sense But my family brushes me off by saying that they're just joking or she is technically my second wife anyway So it's not like they're wrong today at breakfast though I blew up at them and called them disrespectful and rude for belittling my relationship my mum and my sister both said that if i didn't want to hear these statements i shouldn't have married my close friend i threatened to not invite them to the wedding and now things are super tense so am i the jerk well i think that is three not the jerks in a row quite obvious ones in my opinion as well i mean there's just no way that, that you're in the wrong here yeah you know a couple of jokes here and there are fine but if they're in front of you and your fiance. I mean, that's just not that funny, is it? If you make like imagine coming into that as the as the the new fiance. Especially given that like, the first relationship wasn't even a real relationship. Like it wasn't really a marriage, was it? It was a marriage of convenience at, at best, at most. In reality, it was literally just signing a contract for the for, you know, both of your benefits, because why not? I think it's just poor, isn't it? one joke once in a while maybe that's enough but if you've said to your family like you know this is actually making me and my fiance uncomfortable now can you please not then that should be the time to stop and if they're getting annoyed by that then i don't know they've got issues themselves for sure would i be the jerk if i go around my brother and sister-in-law and buy my nephew the lego roman Colosseum after they returned his original one it was returned after my nephew refused to build it with his profoundly mentally disabled sister I mean just off the bat here what is that for a title my family and my brother's family visited my parents at their vacation house for memorial day weekend there i noticed that my normally energetic nephew a 14 year old seemed very upset at something i pulled him aside and asked him if there was anything wrong he told me that his parents promised to buy him the lego roman coliseum my nephew is a huge ancient history buff if he did well in school But when the package arrived, they said that he should be a good brother and let his sister who is 11 help My nephew told them that having his sister help was pointless Since she's completely non-verbal and has a habit of kicking things when she gets upset As a result, my nephew had his lego set returned for talking back and being disrespectful After we went back home. I asked my brother if what my nephew said was true He said that it was I then asked if my nephew said anything in particular for example calling his sister a vegetable beyond calling the idea of letting his sister help ridiculous he said no i told my husband that i'm seriously considering buying my nephew that lego roman Colosseum for his upcoming birthday in august as my brother and sister-in-law were being completely ridiculous my husband agreed that my brother and sister-in-law were being ridiculous but didn't like the idea of me replacing the returned lego set He said that I'd be undermining their parenting and provoking an unneeded conflict between our two families Okay, the sentiment here is good I think overall you didn't feel like it was fair in the first place And you're you're being generous and you want to buy you know a nice gift for your nephew But I think that's it. I think that's where the, the sentiment ends and in reality You are kind of going behind your nephew's parents backs here, right? Because they're the ones that ultimately have to parent their child and they've made that decision to say look no you can't do this you need to involve your sister and if you're then undermining them and saying secretly no you can have it first of all that's going to completely screw with your nephew's mind second of all it's just completely going behind your your own siblings backs which is a terrible thing to do and thirdly it's just weird isn't it like at the very least you'd ask and say, I know this happened before. Can I get this for him? You know, is there a lesson there? But doing it secretly is just very, very strange. And yeah, I mean, ultimately, wouldn't any good parents say, especially when you have a, a mentally disabled sister, yes, let her do it with you. I mean, surely that's just the fairest way of doing it, right? I mean, I'm not trying to parent here, but I'm just saying you've got to let the parents parent whatever they want to do. And uh, yeah, definitely don't do it without asking. Am I the jerk for prioritizing my daughter's school performance over her emotional well-being after her mother's death? I am a 39 year old man, and I feel conflicted about a recent decision I made regarding my teenage daughter, who is 16, following the death of her mother. I can't help but wonder if I made a huge mistake, so I'm turning to you, Reddit, to pass judgment on whether or not I am the jerk in this situation. Since my wife's passing, life has been tough for the both of us. Dealing with my own grief while trying to provide for her has been a challenge. My daughter has been extremely, extremely distraught, and I can see how much she's struggling emotionally. However, when she asked me for time off from school to process her grief, I ended up prioritizing her academic performance instead. I'll admit, I've always been a stickler for education and my daughter is a bright student who excels in her studies, particularly maths and science, which are very important and I wouldn't wanna jeopardize that. When she approached me, I couldn't help but think about how it would impact her grades and future prospects. I was concerned that missing school would lead to a drop in her academic performance and potentially hinder her chances of getting into a good college So instead of allowing her to take some time off I suggested that she continue attending school and told her that I believed that maintaining a routine and focusing on her education Would provide stability and keep her on track Apparently my daughter was devastated by my decision She accused me of not caring about her feelings and prioritizing her school performance over her emotional well-being She believes that I'm being callous and unfeeling, dismissing her need for time to heal. So, read it. Am I the jerk for putting my daughter's school performance ahead of her emotional well-being, as she put it, and the death of her mother? I'm genuinely questioning if I made the right decision, and would appreciate your honest opinions. Thanks for reading. And there we go, guys. I've saved the best to last. And by best, I mean by, by, by far and away the biggest jerk of this episode. What the fuck? like sorry what the I, I don't want to swear, but i mean generally how brained are you I, I really by the way i really hope this person isn't watching this video but if you are mate like you're just so dumb what are you talking about you know what's crazy as well for those of you that aren't watching and are listening the dad has put emotional well-being in like inverted commas or whatever it's called inverted quotes kind of like taking the mick out of his own daughter like as she puts it he's people he in brackets after the death of her mother maybe have a little bit of compassion. I don't know, maybe say, yeah, don't just go straight back to school if you don't feel like it, because your mum's just died. These are the facts. Now, I do get his overarching point that, that perhaps routine is good in a, in a mortifying time like this. However, given the circumstances and saying that your daughter actually saying to you, look, I really need some time off here. You can't then say, no, you're going to school every single day. And also, by the way, science and maths are important. Yeah, I mean, so is the fact that your mum's dead. How about that? And also, you don't seem to even care that much that your own wife said. I'm not going to, like, tell you how to grieve, but... You know, you need, to, you need to show a little bit of empathy for your daughter who, whose mom has literally just passed away. You're absolute c- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. Am I the jerk for taking up two seats on a bus? I ride the bus because I can't afford a car, insurance, gas, etc I'm a 19 year old woman and I live in the US for context A couple of days ago, I was on a bus that wasn't that busy Not empty, but there were multiple unused seats and no one had to stand I'd just gone shopping and had heavy bags that were hard to carry and hardly fit in front of my legs So I sat in one seat and placed my bags on the seat next to me Essentially taking up two seats on my own Since it wasn't crowded when I got on, I didn't see an issue. And like I said, the bags were super heavy and they hurt to carry, so I wanted to set them down. The bus ride was kind of long, and as it went on, more and more people got on the bus. It eventually got pretty crowded to the point where some people had to stand up. I didn't ever move my bag or offer the seat to someone. In my experience, most people don't want to sit next to strangers anyway. And a lot of the time people will end up standing instead of sitting in an empty seat next to someone they don't know. Also, no one said anything to me. At the last stop, ended at the bus station where pretty much everyone was getting off. Someone passive aggressively told me, you could have moved your bag and not been inconsiderate and rude. Everyone wants to see it not just you or something along those lines I didn't really respond because I didn't know what to say the person who said that never asked me to move my stuff And if they did I probably would have so I don't understand how I was being rude They could have asked during the ride instead of insulting me after it was already done Buses are also generally first come first serve. So I think my behavior was normal Am I the jerk? Wow, starting off an episode with someone that is just a hundred percent a jerk. I mean, it's not even a conversation, it's not even a debate. You don't have to be asked to do something to be kind enough to do it. Uh, the given thing when you're sitting there is literally the done thing. You'd be stupid not to. If you're using two seats, and people are having to stand then you give up one of the seats it's just a fact you can put the shopping elsewhere you said that you know you didn't have loads of space but you make it work you don't want to make people stand that is awful also it's not on other people to ask you if they can sit there you should be expected to do that it's just it's just a nice thing to do i do that all the time by the way if if there's two seats and i've got a bag i'll put my bag on the seat that's completely fine but as soon as it's getting a little bit busier and you know that people are looking for seats and people are having to stand I mean, it shouldn't even get to that point. You move your bag. You offer the seat. Obviously I don't actually understand how someone can write this and think that that's even up for discussion What a start of the episode. Am I the jerk for splashing women with water at the pool? I am a 31 year old woman and swimming is my hobby and how I keep healthy My favorite swimming pool is the local university pool As a graduate, I have access, but they also have community hours when people from the town can pay and swim. It doesn't do lane swimming, but typically everyone knows to stay away from those doing laps. I was doing laps at the far end with the pool wall on my side, so I couldn't move even if I wanted to. I was mid-session when two women my age jumped right in front of me and just stood there by the wall on the shallow end. I couldn't stop in time, and I pushed from the wall between them, forcing them to move aside. I was being more careful next lap, but they just kept standing there. There was plenty of space on the other side of the pool where they could stand and chat without bothering anyone But they chose to stand right in front of me So I continued swimming pushing from the wall if they refused to move I just turned in water making sure to make a big splash I took a break to drink some water and one of them started screaming at me how I got her hair all wet I told her it's her fault and just continued swimming She waited for me in the changing rooms and went on about how I was inconsiderate and I ruined her hair I told her to f off she started going off at me and started screaming calling me a jerk and a female dog I grabbed my stuff and went to one of the cubicles to have a shower and change when I was leaving They were talking to the manager. One of them was crying about her hair I told my sister and she thinks that I was the jerk here, but I didn't think so before But now with my sister agreeing, I worried that I might have been so am I the jerk guys before I give my comments here opie has added some updates First of all, just to add, Opie was the only person when the woman came in. They had the whole pool to stand. They chose to purposefully stand in front of me without swimming at all. Second, the pool is 25 meters long and you swim lengthwise, from deep to shallow end and back. They had the whole shallow end wall free, except for the meter or so I was using for kicking off. I didn't take the whole shallow end. Who would do laps there, except for kids? Also, while there's no designated lap lanes, lap swimming isn't forbidden. Typically during open swim, 75% of swimmers do lap swimming. They weren't older ladies, they're about my age in their early thirties. And finally, I didn't leave the pool to grab water. I had water on the edge along with my other stuff for drills or my earplugs, etc. This is perfectly normal and acceptable. Okay, you're definitely not the jerk here. I have no idea what these women are doing. They've gone for a swim and then they're annoyed that their hair's got wet. Like at a public pool, what what did you expect to happen? If you're gonna do that and you don't want your hair to get wet, first of all, probably not the best idea to go to a public pool. Second of all, don't go near the people that are swimming, like actively swimming and doing lents. And thirdly, just wear a swim cap. Obviously, again, I would say that you could have perhaps asked them the first time. You know, taking 30 seconds just to say, by the way, ladies, I'm doing some lents. Would you mind moving to another part of the pool? But then again. It is kind of obvious that you're doing lengths and if the entirety the rest of the pool is open for them Including the majority of the shallow end to sit and chat and do whatever they want and not get in your way And that's kind of on them for not doing that and they really can't complain that much Am I the jerk for not being upset that my friend's dog could die because of me? I was hosting a big garden party at the weekend. I invited my entire friend group plus their partners. Now one of my friends takes her dog everywhere. I told her no pets were allowed. Although it was a garden party, we were in and out of my home and I have four cats. My cats do not like dogs and neither do I. Anyway, my friend showed up with her dog. I told her that her dog was not welcome in my home or garden and I asked her to please take her dog home or elsewhere. Now I thought my friend left, I went inside to sort some things out. I went into my garden about 15 minutes later and my friend was standing there in my garden talking to our friends. She doesn't live that close, so I was confused. I went to ask her how she got back so quickly. She told me she just popped in and was going since her dog isn't welcome. I asked her then where her dog is and she shrugged her shoulders and said he was around. I went looking and found him at the bottom of the garden, eating my crops and making a mess. I was angry and told my friend to get her dog off my property. A few hours later, she called me asking me what her dog ate. I had no clue. My gardener plants and attends everything and I told her I didn't know, but I told her he'd made a huge mess, dug things up and clearly eaten things. She shouted at me that her dog is sick and that I need to find out what the dog ate. I told her I had no idea, but I texted my gardener to ask, but it was really her problem. I did send the text, but my gardener didn't answer. My friend then called again, wanting to know what her dog ate, but I told her I still didn't know. She told me I obviously don't care if her dog dies and called me a jerk. Now, I still don't know what her dog ate, but apparently he is very sick and might die. I feel bad. But I told her not to bring her dog on my property. So I don't feel responsible like she says I am So am I the jerk now once again? We do have a little bit more information before I give my assessments First of all after being unable to reach my gardener opie says they took pictures of everything the dog dug up Which was a lot and sent them to her friend But opie has no idea what the dog ate and what it just dug up And for all I know what it ate isn't even pictured because the whole section is a mess This wasn't good enough for her she wants me to tell her exactly what it ate, and I just don't know. And I don't wanna spend hours trying to figure it out when I don't even know if it can be figured out. Next point, my cats are house cats. They don't go in my garden and aren't at risk of getting sick from wherever my gardener is growing. My garden is huge, and what is growing changes often, so no, I don't keep track of what is planted. And then one final update. OP actually blocked their now ex-friend after dozens of nasty calls and texts, but got an update from a mutual friend. The dog is at dog hospital. The dog's pretty sick, but it is expected to make a full recovery. I managed to contact my gardener eventually. It looks like the dog ate some potatoes or something. A lot was destroyed, so even my gardener isn't 100% sure what was eaten, but he thinks that maybe the pesticides were the problem. All the info from my gardener was passed to my ex-friend. Oh, and finally, my ex-friend has seen this post and is very angry about it. Everyone say hi to Suzanne. Suzanne, if you're watching, um, first of all, Really hope you're enjoying the content and especially that last story and second of all uh, subscribe and follow for more because Loads more stories about jerks like you coming right up speaking of which you are a jerk And I know that's tough to hear, um, but don't click off. I need the retention. Thanks I'll explain to you why in a a, hopefully a a kind considerate way. Um, you're stupid Is that is that enough he still watching okay, well, look, I'll be honest Um, You've been told specifically not to bring your dog onto private property and you've done so. That's all I need to say Look from OP's perspective. Maybe you could be a little bit more. I don't know sorry that this happened, but again, I do agree with you. What are you supposed to do? Say, oh my gosh, that's so my fault that my gardener sprays pesticides on my plants in a house that I've told you not to come into with your dog. You can be sorry that the dog is sick and could have died. Obviously, it's good to hear that the dog is fine or or getting better anyway and is not going to die. And I think that you were, to be fair. At not one point did you say, oh yeah, I'm happy that your dog got ill. However, to go beyond that and take the blame and and be guilt and like feel guilty nah i don't think so if anything the owner should should take the blame surely and feel guilty maybe they do and maybe they're just kind of putting that onto you passing the buck to make themselves feel better about themselves but yeah nonetheless your dog is your business right and if you've been told not to take it into a place and you still do then what happens in that place you kind of have to be responsible for am i the jerk for telling my wife that she needs to get over being upset with me for pulling a scare prank on our son last friday night i a 37 year old man was hanging out with my daughter who was 10 watching a movie My wife was working late while our nine year old son was hanging out with his friend. At around 8 p.m. his friend's mum texted me letting me know that she was driving him home. I thanked her and then let my daughter know that her brother was on his way. She then suggested that we play a prank on him in which we jump out and scare him. I thought it would be a funny practical joke and long story short She and I ended up putting on scary halloween masks dimming the lights and hiding behind a couch I then texted his friend's mum and told her that his sister and I were watching a movie and to send him to the family room Downstairs when he got home he got home and came in we heard him come in and say hello and then come down the stairs When he got close we jumped out at him and shouted now here is where I fully admit I messed up I thought he'd just be startled for a second and then would laugh with us over the prank But that's not what happened. We ended up frighting him way more than i'd anticipated He first started running off and then ended up having a huge trembling crying adrenaline dump for a long time I felt really bad and so did his sister his mother came home not long after and ended up sitting with him hugging and comforting him Naturally, she wasn't amused by my antics, which I understand because again, I screwed up However, she has stayed mad at me for all these days afterwards. She'll barely talk to me. I eventually got tired of it and told her that she needed to get over it. I screwed up, but I didn't mean any harm. I just really underestimated how much our prank would scare our son. I also think that our daughter is seeing how she's treating me over it, and is being made to feel way too bad over her idea That was just playful not bad natured But my wife just says that I should have known better and won't seem to forgive me. I get it She's always been a complete mama bear, but it's not as if I don't love our kids, too Was my prank honestly so beyond that pale that I deserve to keep being punished over it? Ah, you know this I've got to just say it. I just think you're the jerk here my friend. I'm sorry. I really do I think with your kids, you have to be so careful with with any sort of prank or or thing like this, because ultimately, and maybe this is a bit serious, but something like this could genuinely end up scarring your kid. Like, it genuinely could. We all know how how important childhood is and how things that happen in a person's childhood can really shape the way they are in the future and cause a lot of issues. Can cause some great things, but can cause a lot of issues as well. I don't know. I think the reaction that your kid had to this was so major that you probably should should have known it was a possibility. You know, your your son's nine. I presume you know them very well. If there was ever any kind of doubt in your mind that, that this could have happened, which I believe you should have had that doubt, right? Given that it did, and he's your nine-year-old son, then you shouldn't have done it. And like, I get it. It was meant to be an innocent prank. It went wrong. And you know, in general, pranks recently, at least on social media, have got a lot of backlash for just not being at all funny. But I still think personally, there's a place in the world for for just casual pranks that aren't malicious. Like this maybe could have been. I don't know. It just went way too far and i have to agree with your wife you probably should have known better and uh yeah she's gonna be angry with you for a while you're gonna have to take that don't worry though it's not going to change everything long term. You'll be fine. Just yeah I definitely don't think that she is the wrong for still being upset over you literally traumatizing your own son Am I the jerk for not trying harder to let my ex know our son passed both myself a woman and my partner a man Were 28 when I found out I was pregnant together four years personally I didn't want the child my work was offering potential advances within my position and I was excited for it But after a lot of talking we decided to go forward with it when I was around 20 weeks just after finding out the gender he disappeared i couldn't contact him he wouldn't answer the phone or messages i got worried and messaged his mother and found out he was living back with her and was overwhelmed with the situation he kept paying his part of the bills over to my bank account each month but i received no contact i even tried going over but nothing by about 27 weeks i gave up trying I gave up crying and I just got on with what I thought was a future as a single mother. I brought everything needed over the next couple of weeks and I set it all up. At 31 weeks, I started having pains, but I put it down to Braxton Hicks. Just before 32 weeks, my waters went and I went into labor with the baby coming very quickly. He went straight to NICU. I messaged and rang my ex and his mother, but no response. Less than a week later, my son passed due to complications of early birth. I again tried to contact my ex and his mother. I left voicemails and messages, but nothing. The next few weeks were a blur, but with the help of my mother and father, his funeral was arranged. They tried to contact my ex and his mother also, but still nothing. I sent more messages, Nothing i'm assuming we were all probably blocked, but honestly at that point. I didn't care I was so broken his funeral came and went it was beautiful and horrible I stopped messaging and I told my family not to bother after the funeral had passed I couldn't deal with it anymore now about five months after his birth slash death my ex turned up He let himself in I wasn't at home, but when I got back, he was instantly hostile. The flat was clearly not set up for, nor accommodating, a small child. He demanded to see his son. I broke down and told him what happened. I've never seen him so sad and angry. He stormed out, slamming the door on his way. Within half an hour, I got a nasty call from his mother, followed by messages from siblings and other family. How dare I not let them know something so serious? How could I hide something like that out of petty spites? I truly didn't. I tried, but I couldn't keep trying. It's been nearly three weeks now of them being awful. I was speaking to my sister this weekend and she said, to be fair, it was a bit of a bad move to not keep trying. They deserve to know. Was it? I tried so hard to let them know, but I was struggling so hard too. I lost my son too. So am I the jerk? should i have done more okay this story is actually just insane like it's actually nuts why is he coming back into your life five months later demanding to see his son this is so weird like he's the one that left he's the one that just abandoned you and yeah let's be honest almost definitely did block your numbers like numbers plural right it wasn't just you trying to get a hold of him and his mum. it's mental Like, surely surely you know right like does he just not care but then why is he making a show and dance and coming back into your life and also change your locks please why does your ex still have a key I know he's he well he was your your son's dad but or your kid's dad but still like he should not have a key to your house after after you've broken up and been broken up for a long time and given it was in this nature the way that you broke up him just dipping out no it's definitely not your fault and also you tried so hard in the first place and for an extended period of time ultimately asking you to continue to try hard after all that time it's just really tough on you because every time you're trying to get in contact with your ex and his mum. it's just you know bringing up those same emotions of the fact that your your child passed away who would do that to be honest i'm impressed that you did it for as long as you did and yeah no way are you the jerk here and now for our final post of this episode Am I the jerk for ignoring my soon-to-be stepmom when she kept calling me by the wrong name? I am a 16-year-old girl, and my name is Andy. Just Andy. My mum's dad passed away just a few days before she found out she was pregnant. My mum was very close with her dad, and his name was Andrew. He also went by Andy. By the way, for those of you not watching, it's Andy with an I on the end instead of the normal Y. The technical female version of Andrew is Andrea, but neither my mum nor dad liked the name. But my mum wanted to honor her dad in some Way, so I got named Andy now. I love my name I think it fits me my parents got divorced when I was eight and I live with my mum most of the time But visit my dad every other weekend as well as holidays three years ago My dad started dating his now fiance Kate now Kate for some reason when we met assumed my name was Andrea I explained to her. It was just Andy, but she kept calling me andrea i ended up telling my mum about it and she told me just to ignore kate until she calls me andy well this past weekend i was at my dad's and we were visiting some of kate's family she kept calling over for andrea and of course i ignored her she got mad and said why am i ignoring her and i said because that's not my name and you know this her dad and brother basically laughed saying they thought i just went by andy as a nickname and i said no it is just andy they then asked kate why she's been calling me andrea then Well, kate later got mad calling me a brat for embarrassing her She went on to say I knew who she was talking about and that I should have just gone with it, but I was being a jerk I honestly kind of feel like in that instance. I should have just answered to andrea, but I don't know Was I the jerk here and there we go. I've left the dumbest one till the end Obviously, op you're not the jerk. How hard is it to get someone's name, right? ultimately this person knows what they're doing it's the fact kate knows kate just knows it's not that hard to get someone's name right fine you're allowed one or two errors at the start but then it's on you to make that change and if you don't do it you're just being pretty horrible to be honest rude and just very ignorant. Andy is a very normal name. I mean, who cares if it's normally a guy's name or not? Like any name, it's not that hard to learn, is it? And uh yeah, you're just being rude by by not calling her her actual name, OP that is. And then also like having that reaction is mental. Obviously, I'm going to ignore you. You're not calling me by my name. Imagine if someone just called you something that just wasn't your name and you were expected to respond to that. No, I'm just not going to do that. Makes complete sense. OP you're not the jerk, of course. Am I the jerk for not telling my girlfriend that my parents are gay? I am a 25 year old man and I have two parents my birth dad, John, who's 48, and my other dad, Dwayne, who's 45. I call my birth dad, John, dad, and I call my other dad, Dwayne, pops. My birth dad, John, was married to my mum for a few years. Then she left my dad, and yeah. They ended up divorcing and now she's somewhere in California. I don't know where or what she's doing. I haven't talked to her in ages. So dad and pops I'm super close with. They are the best parents any child could ask for. I love both of them and they've always been with me. My dad introduced me to Pops when I was a little boy and they told me they were in a relationship. And I was all for it because I'd saw my dad become lonely and sad when he was single. So seeing the fact that my dad loves someone and has a life partner made me super happy. Pops and dad got married and we've been living an amazing life. I'm probably more close to Pops than my own dad due to the fact that Pops is really cool and laid back. Of course, I love both of them equally and they love me as well and i'm blessed to have them as parents for a few months I've been dating this girl bella who's my age. I thought she's pretty cute and I liked her So we kicked it and recently she told me my parents want to meet your parents and want to come over for dinner I said sure i'll tell my family. So yesterday friday night bella comes in pops greets her and says Come on in sweetheart dinner is ready. She says you must be Opie's dad So good to meet you and she shakes his hand and then she sees dad come out of the kitchen He's holding the mac and cheese tray with the mittens and is putting it on the table. Then bella says who's he? I said, oh, that's my dad. She said I thought he's your dad referring to pops. I say yeah That's my pops and that's my dad She pulls me to the side and says I didn't know your parents are gay oh my god why didn't you tell me i genuinely didn't know why would that be an issue or something because you're dating me not my parents and all so it shouldn't matter but i guess it's a concern for her her parents come to the door after they park the car and bella tells her parents let's leave And they left. I told my parents I'm sorry. And they said, Son, don't worry. This is nothing new. And then we all sat down and enjoyed dinner and went to sleep. So, am I the jerk for not telling? Well, the saddest part about that story is the ending. Your parents saying to you, This is nothing new. Unfortunately, It's a fact. Homophobia is still rife in 2023. Very, very sad to see. I mean, look, no doubt there's been a lot of progression. My uncles, for example, were able to get married a few years ago. So that's great. However, we have to change the hearts and minds of so many out there that are still just disgusting people. I don't know what the problem is. I really don't yeah maybe you could have told her beforehand but there's no reason to tell her like I wouldn't tell my girlfriend before meeting my parents oh by the way my parents are straight so I wouldn't tell her oh by the way my parents are gay like it's not a thing it doesn't matter as you said she's dating you not your parents I don't know why that would be a problem Yeah, just simple homophobia and that's very sad to see but at least now, you know, that's always a positive Am I the jerk for falsely accusing a veteran of stolen valor when she couldn't give any details about her service? I am a 34 year old man and I served as a captain in the marine corps I've left the service and right now i'm doing an mba One of my classmates a 31 year old woman who we will call jess is very gentle very soft-spoken and unassuming jess and i were working together on a case study once and i started opening up to her about my military service and all the lessons that i've learned from the corps jess enthusiastically told me that's so cool i was a surface warfare officer in the navy i immediately felt suspicious about this claim as i said jess is very demure and she doesn't really have the bravado that is required in the military environment at least i feel like a certain amount of bravado is required Yes, I still humoured her, and I began asking about the details of her military experience. Where she deployed, what courses she went through, what ship she served on, etc, etc. Suddenly, Jess got all tight-lipped, and she couldn't say anything specific about military life. She kept making excuses along the lines of, It just wasn't a good period of my life. And... I'd rather not talk about it. Eventually, I felt like I'd done enough snooping around and I bluntly told her that she was BSing and that I'd rather not work with a phony. I talked about this experience with my friend Max at our school's veterans organization. I told Max to be wary of anything Jess says. Max responded by telling me that Jess did serve. He's seen her paperwork and ID and everything and that in fact, one of her MBA recommendation letters was written by a retired rear admiral who held Jess in high regard, whoops. The next time I met Jess, before our class started, I tried to act chummy towards her and make up for accusing her of being a liar. She laughed in my face and told me to, can sound poorly. And for those of you who don't know, yes, she was being derisive here. So am I the jerk? Yeah, this is just making me cringe horrifically. It's just so embarrassing. You can just, I can just like see this in my mind. I can hear OP's tone of voice saying, uh, yeah, you're not military. I am by the way, just gloating horrifically and trying to catch someone out when there's just no need to. It's just like, it's, it's giving absolute jealousy vibes here and just you know arrogance and trying to make your ego feel amazing and just you know feeling good about yourself for no real reason putting other people down i, I don't see the point why does she have to prove to you that she was in the military she doesn't can't you yourself just be happy that you're in the military and be proud of what you did and that can be that and not just like be really cynical about someone else it's just embarrassing and yeah saying pound sand pulley, t- take take it you know you deserve it i'm sorry if anything she should have gone harder than that i'm sorry it's quite embarrassing from your perspective that you are undermining someone who's put you know their country first and, and, and spent all those years in the navy for you just to say yeah i don't believe you i'm calling bs and you're downright wrong embarrassing arrogance personified you are the jerk yeah i've just read this comment right here you're the jerk and i'm guessing being a veteran is 90 percent of your personality i'm sure he works it into every conversation possible Exactly am I the jerk for telling my girlfriend that I told her so after one of her male friends tried to get with her My girlfriend and I have been together for about a year now My girlfriend has more than a few guy friends and i'm not one of those guys that thinks men and women can't be friends However, with two of these guys It's very clear that they want more than just friendship with her like clear as day to the point where I don't get how she doesn't see it If I can notice just by the weird energy they try to exude when I'm present, she should be able to get it too, right? Wrong. Anytime I pointed this out, she gets upset with me. She tells me that I'm being jealous and reading into things that aren't there. I argue back that I'm just letting her know, and as a guy, I can probably tell much better than she can, since women tend to be a little slow regarding things like this. So... Two nights ago, she was hanging out with her friends and this guy was present. From what she told me, they were all drinking and he said some things that implied he'd want to be with her. She was made uncomfortable by this and the night ended shortly after. Fast forward to yesterday morning. She got a series of texts apologizing for what he said, but then backpedaling and saying he would treat her so much better than me and that she's wasting her time with me. She of course said no and was upset with him. After she told me, I just read the text and simply said, Wow, who could have seen this coming a bit sarcastically this set her off and she got mad She said that I was being such a huge jerk to her and she had no way of seeing this coming She's been angry at me since so am I the jerk? Okay, then interesting one here I actually don't think you're in the wrong here for for the overall context of what happened You know what you said? did happen and you saw it coming a mile away and yeah you were right so i don't think you're necessarily the full jerk what i will say is that the way you went about this was very jerk-like I mean, first of all, saying that women are a little slow on things like this is just sexist, not gonna lie And then gloating in her face, your your girlfriend's face after the fact When she has clearly been in an uncomfortable position and actually didn't see this going on It's not the right thing to do, surely you'd be supportive there And you say, yes, you know, of course you saw this coming But you're still gonna be there for your girlfriend and at least, you know, be nice Not just say, oh yeah what a shock like who's that gonna help it's funny because redditors have said on reddit here that you definitely are the jerk and i don't completely agree because i think if you're in that position yourself it can also be uncomfortable and sometimes it's nice to be justified with your opinion by things like this happening but i would say that there's no need to get all cocky about it you're still in a relationship with this woman you don't want to be a jerk to her am i the jerk for labeling all the bottles in the house because my adult children are idiots i have two of my children living with me one has graduated from college College and the other is a junior i have to purchase medicated shampoo because of a scalp condition it's by prescription and it's expensive it also comes in packaging that is meant to be stored uprights not on its side and definitely not upside down my daughter has her hair products in the shower and i do not touch them My son also keeps his axe body wash shampoo conditioner women repellent in the shower I also do not touch it since I have zero desire to smell like a high school locker room I keep my shampoo in there as well since it's my house and I can keep my stuff wherever I want For some reason the two of them cannot understand that not all packaging is meant to be upside down They've already wasted an entire bottle of my shampoo by storing it upside down after they touched it for some reason It all dripped out the spout, which it's not engineered for. I talked to both of them and I explained that they should not touch my stuff and that if they accidentally tip over my shampoo, it was meant to be stored with the lid at the top. I came home last week to find my shampoo leaking out of the bottle again upside down. So I ordered 500 stickers that say this side up with an arrow pointing upwards when the words are upright and I put them on everything in the house that might leak with my shampoo being literally covered in them. They had friends over last weekend, and they noticed that the relish, ketchup, mustard, mayonnaise, etc. were all labeled. My kids were embarrassed when they explained why. They think I'm a jerk for putting labels on everything, since they only screw with my shampoo. But, since it's $80 a bottle, I said I'd take off all the labels if they agreed to pay for my shampoo. Thus far, they have declined. I mean, this is just brilliant. Yes, it's very petty. Yes, it's patronizing. But... I think it's completely fair, especially when you're paying $80. I mean, that is a sizable amount of money for a prescription for medicine, right? And it's getting ruined by your children. It is your house. I say do what you want. The, the, the easy thing to do would say, listen, you ruined my my product, my my medicine. You got to pay me for it, right? I need to go and get some more. It's medicinal. I need it. You, you've ruined it. I need the $80. So let's be honest, they can count themselves quite fortunate that you've not forced them to pay up. However, this, if anything, is a much better way of getting your point across lovely stuff and yeah as you said if you're gonna remove the labels for them then they're gonna have to pay you the cash which they're obviously not gonna do so i love it am i the jerk for man spreading on a plane a few months ago i a 26 year old man was alone on a long flight roughly six hours i had a middle seat between a young woman in her 20s in the window seat and another woman in her 30s on the aisle now i'm tall and i'm never comfortable on planes my knees always dig into the seat in front and it can be quite painful I usually try to take a walk around the airport before flights to stretch my legs, but I neglected to this time. It was Spirit Airlines, so even less legroom than usual. About half an hour after takeoff, I found my left knee inching to the side for the sweet relief of open space. Specifically, the no man's land in between seats, level with the shared armrest. But I wasn't paying attention to my knee the entire time. I concede it's possible that at some point I was occupying space that rightfully belonged to my window seat neighbour. All was well for roughly two hours. But at this point, the woman in the window seat called over the flight attendant. She asked her something like, could you tell him to keep his freaking leg in his own freaking sea? With horror, I understood that she was talking about me. I instantly retracted my leg in deep shame. She added something about his enormous pee-pee. My understanding was that it was meant to be a snide reference to the idea that spreading your legs is about male genital comfort but she wasn't speaking very clearly, and the flight attendant didn't seem to understand her. The flight attendant asked her some sort of clarifying question, but she didn't answer, and eventually, the attendant went away. I'd been shocked into silence, but when the attendant left, I frantically began to apologize. However, she refused to speak to me. She acted like she didn't hear me. Instead, she started furiously texting on her phone. Yes, texting during a flight, I thought it was weird too, Our seat woman said she had some extra space on her side that I could use but then promptly went to sleep Oh, well, I tried again to apologize to window seat woman, but again she ignored me I went from embarrassed to confused I kept replaying it in my head wondering why she didn't simply ask me to move my knee instead of calling over the attendant I started sneaking peeks at her phone. My defense is that I was baffled by her behavior and wanted answers I'll admit that I was being judgmental too but here's why. She spent the last three hours of the fly watching TikToks about shaming obese people and texting someone she called Pappy. I didn't see all of it, but a significant portion was definitely about me. She wrote, men really do be too much sometimes with a laughing emoji. She ignored me the whole rest of the fly and I ignored her. I got a good but painful workout of whatever muscle it is that keeps your knees together See, this is honestly a tough one. I don't know. Look I I, don't, I actually don't know what I think about this realistically this bloke shouldn't be doing this, right? I hold my hands up if you know your tool and you know, you're gonna have problem in a middle seat it, It's a tough one. However, like What now that you're in that position and you're with I mean, I just, You can tell i'm conflicted here, right? I really don't know if i put myself in that spot i'm quite i'm not i'm not that tall i'm six foot if i put myself in that spot yeah and i didn't book the middle seat i just booked a flight yeah i'm not super tall but i can be a little bit uncomfortable in small seats i don't want to spend extra money for something that i may not necessarily need and oh i've got unlucky and i'm in the middle seat and i'm with two women and i see that there's a little bit more space i can get at am i really gonna not use it i don't I, i don't know yeah it's not great I get it, from a woman's perspective to have someone inching into your area. But it wasn't as if this guy was totally dominating. The middle seat is by far the worse, we all know this. You get, I think, in my opinion, less space anyway, on the window you have that bit of window your knee can go down the side of the seat in front you don't get that in the middle and on the aisle you can stretch out a little bit into the aisle as well if you really want to the middle you just don't get that however i, I do think that this guy could have done this could have gone about this differently he could have asked beforehand i don't know what he was doing by snooping on someone's phone i mean that is just pure wrong i, I don't know though like if it was such a big issue wouldn't the flight attendant have said yeah we need to change this or something like that instead of just saying oh it's fine leave it I don't know like this is one where I really think that you guys need to come in in the comments and let me know because (sighs) it's a tough one it really really is I I, you know I I know what the majority of you are going to say that this guy is the jerk he should have booked a bigger seat knowing that this was going to be an issue I get that I just think practically, is that likely? Again, I put myself in that spot. Is it that bad if I just use a little, a touch more space? Yes, ask. And yes, don't snoop and just be nice about it. But he did frantically apologize. He didn't know. Not not that he should have known. Like, you know, he, he, it's not the sort of thing where you go, oh, I didn't realize. Therefore, it's not my fault. I get it. I don't know. I really don't know. It's easy to say, pay for extra leg space. Do this, do that, you know, be more prepared. But let's, let's just be practical about this. In a real world, what's the answer? Is this guy the jerk? I'll leave that one up to you lot. I really will also I need to just say that like, this woman has handled this awfully Do I think she's just being a karen. I get it It's not ideal for her, but there are better ways of handling this Why is she not clarifying her point to the flight attendant? Why is she just going in on you? Surely any reasonable person says to just you Hey, would you mind just you're coming into my area a little bit here? I know you're taller I know i'm smaller, but we pay for the same amount of space that would be completely reasonable and then if op doesn't do that then you say, okay, I'm going to have to get the flight attendant because I'm not getting my money's worth here. But she didn't do that as well, which I don't know. It makes it it makes it makes a little bit more debatable for me. But yes, as I said, get in the comments. Let's carry on. Am I the jerk for refusing to take my girlfriend to nice places because she eats like a kid? My girlfriend is an incredibly picky eater. Like I said in my title, she eats like she's 10 years old. In fact, I'll give a short list of things that she refuses to eat. Unflavored water, fish, excluding fried shrimp, anything with bones cheese other than sharp cheddar spinach onions garlic pasta without red sauce eggs spicy food aioli ketchup potatoes other than french fries pastries with fruit citrus sausage or any non-american food This compares to me someone who grew up in multiple different regions of the us and lived abroad for a few years so i'm a bit more adventurous when it comes to food whenever me and my girlfriend go out somewhere nice she ends up getting the same meals usually either a burger or chicken tenders and fries we could be going to an authentic nepalese restaurant and she'll get the french fries and white rice to me it's kind of embarrassing to go to a restaurant where there's a dress code and for her to order chicken tenders and fries it especially bothers me that since I typically pay, I end up paying 15 bucks for chicken tenders that I could get from the freezer section at Walmart for 5 bucks. Recently in our area, a very nice dinner place opened up and my girlfriend has been dying to go. I took a look at the place and the menu and saw that it looked nice, but the food was kind of pricey. She said she was probably going to get chicken tenders as per usual. I asked her, what's the point of going then if I can toss some tenders in the air fryer for her and not spend a ridiculous amount of money on it? She asked why I had an attitude about this. And I told her that I thought it was a waste of time and money to go to a nice place to get little kids food. She interpreted this as me calling her a little kid. I clarified that I wasn't calling her a child. However, it is kind of childish for her to eat the way she does. I also said that if she's going to order food we can make at home, there's not any point in us going anywhere. This led to an argument about me thinking I'm better than her. So am I the jerk? Okay, this is, I'm not going to lie guys. I'm being tested here today. This is another really controversial one that I think is super close and it could go either way. Right, let's go through this from the beginning. First of all, Is it a shame that your girlfriend is an incredibly picky eater when you are not? I would say yes. And I would also say that as someone like you who clearly enjoys their food, experiencing different cuisines, has done so throughout their lives, it's a bit of a deep question. But are you really that compatible with someone that eats chicken tenders every time you go out? I'm not entirely sure. I feel like that's quite a big thing. If you can't enjoy that with your partner, it's a shame. It's not the be all and end all, of course, but it is a shame. And I can say from my experience, one of the nicest dates that I went on was going to some weird like restaurant and just trying all the weird food. I think it was Nordic food. It was all very strange. And some of it was disgusting, some of it was lovely. But the whole point was you tried it and you 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 had a different experience together and it was good fun, right? Not being able to do this, is a shame and I I agree it is a little bit weird that she's so keen to go to a new restaurant in the knowledge that she's going to get the same old food however going to a restaurant is not all about food it's also about the experience of being with someone and who knows she may love seeing you eat the food and hearing your thoughts about it and ultimately if you are in a relationship with this woman which you are then the food is just one small part of it right she may just love spending time with you and she knows that you love trying different food and different cuisines and she may just want to be a part of that i don't know there's a little bit of a lack of information here but that is what i am thinking i will say that you do come across as slightly patronizing as well i don't think it's the worst thing for someone just to be super picky obviously it's not ideal and you know of course in an ideal world you would be able to experience these things with her but is it the end of the world that she's gonna have chicken every time Is it really that bad that you have to spend a little bit more money on on stuff that you could get from the shop to enjoy her company and being together i don't think so what i would say though is that there are some compromises that you could make here for example you could say to her look i don't particularly enjoy paying for things that we could get from a freezer and eat at home when we're out at nice restaurants at exorbitant prices for what the actual contents of the dish is would you mind paying for it i think that's i think that's a reasonable request if she says no then yeah it's a problem if not you go from there or you could say really why are we going to these restaurants if you're not going to eat the food and then you can actually get to the bottom of why she wants to go and probably there's a reasonable answer there i don't know i feel like there's a a bit of information missing and there is an agreement that you could both come to and i get it it is a little bit embarrassing for you but this is the person that you are dating and at the very least she is eating every time you go out like imagine if she was the opposite and saying no i don't want to go to these places with you because i don't want to eat the food right at least you're going and experiencing this together and you're not having to go and find another friend or parent or whatever to go to these restaurants with i see some comments on reddit saying you can do this with other people nah i think it's a nice thing to do with your partner even if they're not eating the food and she's not stopping you from doing that and enjoying these new cuisines in fact she's encouraging it i don't know i think there's more to this more information required something you can definitely work on and now for our final post of this episode am i the jerk for leaving when my brother-in-law? wouldn't let me in the hot tub. My brother-in-law just bought a new house. He lives about four hours from us. Last weekend, my husband and I went to visit him for a few days and see the house for the first time. Long story short, I got my period while I was sleeping and the guest room sheets had a small bloodstain, about the size of a quarter. My husband helped me to strip the bed and I went down to the laundry room to pre-tree and then wash the sheets. When they were done, the bloodstain was 100% gone. But when we told my brother-in-law he looked completely disgusted he inspected the sheets super closely for a very long time and finally i was like jesus if you're looking that closely and can't find the stain can't you trust me that i got it out he seemed really put out by the whole thing that night we had plans to hang out in my brother-in-law's hot tub in the backyard But after dinner he told me that I wasn't allowed in the hot tub because of my period I was shocked and I explained that the nighttime leak was because I hadn't been expecting my period and I'd been fast asleep all night But that it was perfectly safe and sanitary for me to put in a tampon and sit in the hot tub for an hour But he wouldn't budge my husband had my back and told him that he was being ridiculous and it ended up turning into a big argument eventually my husband and I decided to pack our stuff and stay at a nearby hotel and then we drove home the next morning. Now my brother-in-law is fuming at us for leaving and for not respecting his home. He also Venma requested my husband $100 for new sheets, which he's refusing to pay. But trust that if the stain hadn't come out, we would have been happy to replace them. He told his whole side of the family who have decided to fully stay out of it. Now, I wish they had our backs, but at least they're not piling onto us. So, are my husband and I jerks for leaving and not paying for the sheets? I mean, obviously not. What a way to end the episode with someone that is so dumb that I want to use stronger words to describe him. How thick can you possibly be? Right, how about this, right? Think about this. The Olympics. An amazing sporting event. An event that, personally, I absolutely love. Now, go with me on this analogy. Trust me, do. We'll get there eventually now in the olympics. They have some things called water sports Ooh, For example swimming diving synchronized swimming plus others water polo for example Now if a woman an athlete who is going to be competing in the olympics in one of these water sports gets their period during the olympics Which by the way lasts for two weeks. Oh, that's a real shame because they're not going to be allowed to compete in the olympics anymore Because there'll be blood everywhere and it'll be disgusting Oh, wait, that's not what happens. I'm sorry. This guy is so... Du- I, I think like he needs a biology lesson or some sort of lesson on tampons or just periods in general. If women weren't allowed to go in water when they're on their period, then that would just be absolutely ridiculous. And frankly, the Olympics would have to be cancelled. I mean, imagine all female athletes on their period at once. What, what are you meant to do? Swimming's cancelled. Synchronised swimming is done. Yeah, I don't care if you've got a ticket. There's no more athletics. It's a shame, isn't it? It really is a shame, but I mean, what? Cancel the steeplechase. If you know, you know. That is, that is, I don't know if that would, that'd be interesting. Yeah, all in all, a very, very stupid man (laughs) just epitomized by the fact that he wanted you to pay for sheets when there was not even a bloodstain. Anyone reasonable would just say, yeah, it happens. No worries, guys. And by the way, thanks for sorting it. I actually really appreciate that. But no, not your brother. What an idiot. Am I the jerk for stealing my cat? So I a 21 year old woman have a beautiful brown cat mitch She's still a baby and is 10 months old I found her outside of my work when she was about two to three months old and I immediately fell in love with her We've had the best time together and her being my first pet since moving out makes me even happier My cousin tanya who is 15 visits me a lot since we live in the same city and I enjoy having her She also really likes cats But since her father is allergic, they don't have any at home She really loves coming over to see Midge And I'm glad to be able to provide her with Midge's presence School recently started And before I go back to full-time student I've been having to work almost 45 hours a week To afford my lifestyle for the next couple of months Since I was busy, I let her have the responsibility of taking care of Midge Such as feeding her cleaning her litter box, etc It was going really well Now one time I didn't have the chance to take tanya home since I was going to be at work So I gave her my spare key to lock up and I scheduled an uber to take her to her house When I came home eight hours later, midge was gone I called tanya and she swore that midge was home when she left But after a couple of hours, my brother called asking when I gave midge to tanya I was confused And he sent me a screenshot of Tanya kissing Mitch on her Instagram story. I knew then that she'd blocked me from being able to see her and was shocked that she would do this to me as well as lie to me i had a spare key to their house and i went right over and took midge back when they weren't home when i got home tanya called screaming at me over the phone telling me i broke into their house and stole her property i laughed and i asked how midge was hers she told me since she took care of her she deserved her since i wasn't home and she had to save midge her parents were also pretty upset since i did go into their home without permission and they told me that i didn't deserve midge from what tanya told them They told me they decided my uncle is going to take allergy medication And so that midge can stay there and I need to give her back Of course, I said no tanya ended up calling my mum, lying to her that I abuse midge My mum called angry asking me how I could do this to midge And if I don't give her to tanya and her family, she will disown me tanya texted me this weekend saying that if I apologize She might forgive me Her parents have been texting me all weekend that they're going to press charges since I did go into their home and they're going to take Midge. I just don't know what to do. I love Midge so much and my mum gave my aunt and uncle permission to go to my apartment and take her. I know this because Tanya texted me this. I'm assuming to scare me. And I am scared. I'm so scared that one of these days I'm going to come home and Midge is going to be gone again. My brother and dad think I'm a jerk since I did go into their home without permission and I acted out without trying to solve it maturely so am i the jerk for stealing my own cats now guys good news there is actually an update to this r slash am the jerk post but first of all i want to give my opinion and there is no way that you're in the wrong here now funnily enough i have a story myself which is quite comparable my dad back in the day had his bike stolen right a tough thing not as bad as a cat of course but a tough story nonetheless however he was walking about in the local streets of wherever he lived and he saw it in the front garden of a house it was unmistakably his so what did he do well he jumped the fence got the bike and left now is that stealing is my question it's his own bike that was stolen from him and he then technically stole it back from someone else's property is that illegal i don't think it is and let's bring it back to this example if you're stealing an animal stealing an animal that is yours then it's not stealing is it it was stolen from you you're just getting it back one it's not stealing and two It's definitely not immoral. In fact, it's the right thing to do. You're just rehousing your pets Actually before we jump into the update, which was posted just a few days later First of all some edits opie has said they called and left a voicemail to their landlord giving a brief explanation of the situation Opie is upset since they asked for him to change the locks, but the landlord refused Legally, he was able to since as a college student opie's mum's name is on the lease and he needed her permission of course he called and she refused i've got to say OP's parents role in this is very interesting the fact that they're believing Opie's cousin rather than their daughter is a little bit weird but hey nonetheless opie has said that she is scared that tanya is going to come tomorrow and take the cat back but opie does have a friend who can take midge for the day before work okay interesting stuff next edit is that opie has said that they've set up an appointment for midge to get microchipped this saturday on their day off well that seems like a great idea to me they've also ordered a small security camera that covers the whole living room and front door They're still requesting their landlord to change the locks, but he still has his foot down. And OP cannot move out since where she lives, it is pretty hard to get a place. And basically everything requires credits, which OP does not have. Anna, how about this? This is an interesting turn of events. OP says, The only negative side is that Tanya has been posting pictures of Midge on Instagram claiming that I stole her and have received lots of messages from her friends and classmates from school trying to cancel and dox me. Now, that I don't really care about. Now, Tanya's parents have called me, giving me a second chance to reconsider before they press charges, which I highly doubt they would actually do. In regards to my mum, we're not talking, and I don't want to go no contact with her since I love my mum very much. I'm sure after all of this resolves, we're going to have a mature conversation about how she acted and what was wrong. Now, here we go, let's get into the updates. I took a lot of people's advice and I got Midge Microchip yesterday. As well, I had a conversation with my mum that we resolved together. My landlord still refuses to change my logs. But despite all of this, today, this morning, Midge was taken. I called my aunt and uncle and they just laughed and told me, try, we can hire a good lawyer. I called the police and I explained the situation, showing proof I had ownership of Midge. When we went to my relative's house, police asked for her back. But of course, they refused. What made me even angrier was that my cousin was inside the house, door open, holding Midge with a poop-eating grin. That is awful. Even though I had all this evidence, my relatives slammed the door demanding a warrant. The police suggested I press charges and take it to Small Claims Court, which I am doing, but they couldn't do anything right there going home without midge was so upsetting i had to pull over because i started crying i contacted an attorney and my cousin keeps posting photos of midge on her instagram i took the situation to the family group chat in anger and good news at least everyone hates them now my grandmother wrote my uncle and his family off the will and of course they're calling me threatening me with midge and they make sure that i go to jail for all of this now i'm fairly confident in myself but i'd be lying if i said i wasn't concerned about midge i just want my baby back and i've been crying all day screw you tanya but guys the story doesn't end there five weeks later we got this final update hi everyone i'll be honest i forgot about this post for a bit after everything i just want to also say thank you to those specific people you know who you are who reached out to me across reddit to help with finances as attorneys are expensive and i'm only a student how amazing is that by the way that is the power of the internet But yes, I just want to say Midge is home. Small Claims Court came around and my attorney was very confident and helped me out so much. She was very helpful and knew from the start that we would win. I provided the judge everything. Yes, everything you guys commented as proof that I own her. Photos of her as a baby... Proof I've paid for all the vet bills since she was a baby and proof that I had Midge chipped. My landlord also helped. Although a lot of people were upset with him and telling me to move out, he was remorseful that his decision had consequences. I've forgiven him as his apology came with security footage of my aunt and uncle going into my apartment and taking Midge. Well, that could have been the most important piece of evidence of them all. We've been no contact since the case and they've been silent, most likely embarrassed. To end this on a good note, I wish I could have taken a picture of tanya's face when she handed midge back to me and there we go i'm absolutely delighted for you op that that story has a happy ending now look i have never really owned a pet that Let's just say, now I don't want to sound harsh, I don't want to sound harsh on my previous pets and Marty, my current snake, but look, there's a difference, isn't there, between having a snake as a pet and having a dog or a cat as a pet. A snake just, I'll be honest, kind of just chills out the whole day. Now look, I'm not going to say that me and Marty don't have a great brotherly bond, because trust me, we do, but it's not the same. It's not the same as having a dog or a cat. So, I can only imagine what this what this period of your life was like, OP, to have your own cousin your 15 year old cousin steal your cat yeah guys you know cat owners dog owners maybe you have a closer bond than i do with my with my pet and i'm being harsh i don't know maybe i am marty's been in the videos before and i don't want to put bad words on his snake skin i really don't but you know you must kind of get where i'm coming from guys so look if you own a dog or a cat comment down below how would you feel in this situation i'm interested to hear your thoughts and yeah maybe i'd feel the same i don't know Thankfully i've never been in this spot. Let's move on. Am I the jerk for blowing up on my husband over chicken alfredo? I a 38 year old woman am married to my husband who is 42 We've been together since our early 20s and have three small children who are all under 10 He is a mechanic and works anywhere from 60 to 80 hours a week while I work as a hostess three days a week at a restaurant while the kids are at school. I do the majority of the housework and childcare and I don't mind as I understand that he has a hard job and works a lot. He gets the kids on the bus every morning as he leaves for work about 10 minutes afterwards All I ask of him apart from that is to do his own laundry as his clothes are covered in oil and grime and need to go in by themselves And pick up after himself because the kids destroy the house enough a couple of times a week He'll help with dinner and clean up at the end of the day as well Now guys, I need to mention at this stage that this story starts off quite light and you're thinking okay Nothing sounds too serious But there are a couple of updates to come down the line and trust me You are going to want to stick around to hear what happens at the end. It is mental But for now, let's go back to the to the chillness over the last two months My husband has completely stopped helping though. He dumps his clothes on the laundry room floor His half of the bedroom is a mess He leaves cans and wrappers all over the living room and he's even stopped getting the kids up which has upset them as they love their mornings with dad. He's also been coming home hours later than usual. I've been letting it slide as he seems very stressed out. But a few days ago, he snapped at me for being a trashy wife for letting his clothes go unwashed. I reminded him that he always did his own laundry and he hadn't asked me to do it. I've been doing it, I just hadn't gotten to it yet. He just grumbled and went to go and watch TV now last night. I made chicken Alfredo We have it about once a week because the kids love it and no one's ever complained. Well, he Beed and moaned through the whole dinner saying that since i'm not taking care of the house I should at least put a good meal on the table That i've just been letting the whole family go to trash and that I should be ashamed of myself for treating him and his children like that He called me a bad wife and mother in front of our children i told the children to go to their rooms and i snapped i screamed at him about how much i do for the household that if it wasn't for me the place would be trashed and he's got no right to treat me like this over chicken alfredo we went back and forth for a while before he left and i have no idea where he went he's not answering my calls or texts i feel bad now as i shouldn't have reacted like that especially because i know he's just stressed from work but it all just kind of built up and came out at once I just want to know if I was wrong for freaking out on him like that. Now, there is an update to come, as I said. But before we get into that, guys, first of all, I want to pick out a couple of relevant comments, which OP has replied to. First of all, the top comments. I sincerely hope I'm mistaken, but your husband may be having an affair and setting you up to be the bad wife and mother to justify his behavior. OP replied, the thought of an affair hadn't really crossed my mind. I know that his job lost an employee, so the workload has gotten bigger. So I really hope it's just that. Another editor says, in the past two months, have you attempted to find out why your partner has changed so drastically? Opie replies, I've asked him, but he tends to brush me off and says that he doesn't want to think about work. I do know they recently lost that employee and the workload has gotten bigger for everyone but he's had co-workers quit in the past and never behave like this someone else asks have you looked at his paychecks recently I guess hinting that something else could be going on op says he gets direct deposit to his account that I have no access to and then transfers the amount for bills into our joint accounts I'm not sure what he does with his pay stubs as I've never seen them and finally one commenter says that something is awry and it's not you op Couples counselling is needed now, but keep a watch on your money and protect the kids. It sounds like your husband is checking out. So guys, update is incoming imminently, but before we get into that, whatever platform you are on, if you have the ability to comment, I want you to get down into the comment section and type out what you think is going on here. Exactly what do you think the husband is doing? Now, I'll give you some options because it doesn't have to be that he's having an affair. There are a few things I think that could also have happened. Now I've not read on so I actually don't know myself at this stage But what I'm thinking is that he could easily have also lost his job and is trying to cover that up Now just because he's leaving the house doesn't mean he's going to work He could just be doing something else or who knows sitting in his car just groveling And and just doesn't want to admit to you and the family that he's lost his job And the you know the financial implications that could have on your family That's just my thinking right now and he's trying to cover it up in some form but is obviously just in a terrible mood because of that and that may be what's going on guys what do you think get in the comments i want to know your thoughts but don't cheat yeah don't just comment after you've already seen this update that i'm about to give you that will be bad practice and i wouldn't like that so be honest for me nonetheless here is the update i'm excited to see what happens i called my husband for the hundredth time because he still hadn't come home and the kids wanted to know where he was and a woman answered I didn't recognize her voice and he doesn't have a sister I asked her to put me on the phone with my husband and she asked who I was I said I was his wife and she laughed into the phone and told me he was busy We went back and forth with her laughing at me the whole time before telling me she'll send him home soon and hanging up Oh my gosh It's now the next morning and he's still not home. I really didn't think he was cheating i'd really hope this was just a rough patch but it looks like most of you were right i'm heartbroken and a little in shock and not really sure what to do right now my brother said i should come stay with him and i might or maybe just bring the kids so they don't have to see us fight i might update again or i might not but i'm sure you all know where this is heading anyway ah you know guys I i kind of wanted this not to be the case but i did have a little bit of an inclination if you said an affair was going on congratulations you were right but there is one more update update two he came home a few hours after i last updated i immediately confronted him about the woman answering he denied cheating saying it was one of his friends messing with me because he stayed at a friend's house and they must have answered his phone i told him i don't believe him and to pack some things and leave because i want a divorce he blew up at this telling me it was his home even though my parents bought us the house when we got married and that he was not going to leave we argued for a while until i called my brother My brother lives about 20 minutes away, so he got to the house very quickly. And once he got there, my husband calmed down and packed a bag. Once he was gone, my brother helped me contact a divorce lawyer. My brother and his wife check in with us every day. We're all safe and I've had very minimal contact with my now ex-husband, I probably won't update again. And there we go. A sad, unfortunate ending to this one. What I can't really wrap my head around is once you've been caught blatantly cheating, which is the only thing that can be going on here, why at that point do you still make excuses and say, no, I wasn't, man. I was doing something else. What? You can't kick me out. I didn't do anything wrong. This is my house as well. Like, come on. At least have the decency to when you've been caught. Hold your hands up and say, yeah, I've been a jerk. I've ruined our lives great but no even in that critical moment you're like uh yeah what you're lying how can you say this get all angry the sort of person that would cheat and have an affair on your wife is the sort of person that wouldn't admit to it once caught i will say that so maybe it makes sense i don't know am i the jerk for going off on my wife for commenting about our three week old daughter's looks my daughter our second child is three weeks old pre-pregnancy my wife was diagnosed with general anxiety disorder and depression and in the days since birthing our baby girl is most definitely experiencing postpartum depression Our first child our son looks very much so like her In fact, you look at baby photos of my wife They look almost exactly like our son's baby photos And my wife is a looker so my son is dang you Thank you very much Our daughter got a bit more of my size jean pool Her hairline kind of has a widow's peak which i've had since i was a baby Her lips are relatively thin like me Her nose is a little larger than our son's was. I have a Middle Eastern classic hook nose. Nearly every day in my daughter's 21 days on this earth, my wife has made a comment to baby girl about how she's so sad she got daddy's features. Just some of the things my wife has said to our baby girl are, don't worry, I'll get you a nose job as soon as you're old enough. I wish you'd gotten more of my features. My family is beautiful, and all the women are timeless. Your dad's family, not so much. Your brother has the beautiful pouty lips, and you got stuck with those pencil lips. Oh, it's really tough being a girl. Up until yesterday, I was taking a softer approach, with comments like, okay, be nice, and okay, chillax. But today, I had enough, and I just snapped. And I yelled at her for like five minutes straight, And I curse quite a bit too. The gist of my statements were, I don't care if she can't yet understand what you're saying. Stop putting that trash out into the universe. Our son can understand you, so stop this garbage. I can understand you, so stop putting this trash in my head and making me listen to it. Yeah, life on girls is tough in this world, especially when their mum is trashing all over their appearance. She's freaking three weeks old and is still perfect and noble and hasn't hurt a goddang soul. Stop projecting onto her. And finally, you regularly tell me how your mom screwed up your psyche with all her comments about your appearance so why the heck are you doing the same to our baby girl? Anyways, she was understandably hurt by my comments, and we haven't really talked about it or debriefed since. I do recognize that part of her comments stem from her anxiety and depression, as well as her postpartum depression, and I also recognize there are a lot of this that stems from her mum's influence on her psyche. Also, I know that yelling and berating people is rarely the right thing, so am i the jerk here okay first things first op you're definitely not the jerk here i mean that's not even up for debate you have to call her out on this this is ridiculous however what i think is more important is less the question of whether you're in the right or the wrong for how you responded it's more why this woman is doing this to her own daughter that's what i think is more compelling like she must know herself right because as you mentioned here the fact of the matter is that her mum did the same thing to her and she doesn't like it and she knows the effect that it's had on her so then why is she doing that onto her own daughter i don't think if she was switched on logically she would do that knowing how it affected her so maybe there's some underlying thing going on here as you said you recognize that a lot of this stems from her mum's influence so i think instead of you know shouting at her and going off on her Maybe the thing to do I mean look, I'm not saying you did the wrong thing here Because I would have done the same But going down the line Maybe the thing to do is Have a conversation with her And try and work out What's really going on here And explain Clearly Why this is such a bad thing To be doing at such an early age in someone's life and also how it affects everyone else around you in the family am i the jerk for lighting a match at night and scaring my boyfriend's dad so badly he woke up the whole house my boyfriend and i are staying at his parents house it's been going really well but his dad is very particular he has moments every day where he corrects or instructs the other people in the house on how he wants us to behave Now, I don't really have a problem with it, but he has a few rules that do make me a little uncomfortable. I don't need to get into why, but I always get diarrhea here. I've been visiting them a few times a year for almost a decade, and it just is what it is. My boyfriend and I used to stay in a room downstairs with a bathroom, and it wasn't a problem. But his brother moved back home, and now we don't have our own bathroom. I don't want to advertise the fact that I have diarrhea to everyone in the house, and I'm not allowed to use the bathroom fan at night, so I usually use poo or just a drop. When we got home the last time, my boyfriend got a text from his dad asking him to ask me to stop using strong essential oils as it was making him feel sick. I was so embarrassed and I honestly have been kind of dreading coming here again. I was talking to my mum about this and she suggested that I bring some paper matches because that's what she used to do. I got some paper matches and they actually worked pretty well. Tonight, I woke up from my sleep because I had diarrhea. I lit a match when I was done, ran it underwater and folded it up into some aluminium before throwing it in the garbage. I fell back asleep and was woken up a while later by a big commotion. My boyfriend's dad smelled burning and thought the house was on fire. So we woke everyone up in a panic and searched the house to see what was burning. I didn't immediately equate a match with a house fire and I didn't smell anything when I woke up. So I didn't bring up that I'd lit a match. It wasn't even clicking for me that the match was what he smelled until my boyfriend asked me if I smelled anything when I got up earlier to use the bathroom. Long story short, I just got chewed out by his dad for lighting matches at night or lighting matches in general as a guest in their home. And even his mum was upset because I could have started a fire and nobody would know. I apologised and everyone went back to bed. But then my boyfriend lectured me for like 15 minutes about embarrassing him and playing dumb. About not knowing what his dad smelled and not using common sense. And then he told me to go to sleep and try not to wake everyone up again. I'm honestly fuming. My boyfriend is sleeping soundly and I'm just lying here getting madder and madder. I want to wake him up so he can leave because I feel so uncomfortable. I really don't want to face everyone in the morning. I don't feel like I did anything wrong, but I don't know if I'm thinking rationally because I'm tired and I can't fall back asleep. So what do you think? Am I the jerk? Now guys, I'll tell you what's scary. Lighting a match. Ugh, just sends... Shivers down my spine. What an absolute load of rubbish! One of the most ridiculous stories I've ever read. This family just sounds a little bit weird and controlling, and it kind of sounds like you've walked into a cult here. I'm not even joking. I'm getting cult vibes. Like they're locking you into things that you can and can't do. You can't have the bathroom fan on at night, even for a couple of seconds. Seriously, it's a bit ridiculous. What, you rather the rooms just stink? It's it's a horrible thing, isn't it? Because it's going to make OP feel extremely insecure and, as you said, uncomfortable in your boyfriend's home. And the fact that your boyfriend is sticking up, not for you, but for his family and his dad, absolutely ridiculous, given that he knows exactly what you're going through and the reasons why you had to like the match in the first place. You're trying your hardest. He's saying, just go to sleep, jerk. Am I the jerk for interrupting my son's date so he could pick up his little sister? I am a single father to two children. Max, a 17-year-old boy, and Lisa, an 8-year-old girl. I usually have Lisa in after-school clubs so that I'm able to pick her up after work. However, yesterday evening, I was given some work that had me working overtime. I did try my best to negotiate out of it, but my manager told me that the assignment was to be completed by that night, so I just did. It was nearing towards 6pm and I just knew I wouldn't be able to make it to Lisa. So I called Max and asked him to pick her up. He responded by saying that he couldn't because he was on a date with his girlfriend for their sixth month anniversary. I told him that I understood, but that I really needed him to get Lisa and that I'd make it up to him for interrupting. He just angrily turned off the phone and I thought that while he was mad, he just decided to pick her up. But 30 minutes later, I receive a call from Lisa's school as to where I was, as the school was close to closing down and nobody was there. Luckily, one of Lisa's friend's mothers said they'd drop her off, and that was all good. However, I don't really like it when Lisa goes with that particular friend, not because of the friend, but because of the mother. She has this habit of asking math questions in the car that she knows Lisa is unable to answer, and then she criticizes her over it. It's all just very mean. I called Max and asked him where he was, and that he was in big trouble when he got home. He just told me that he was busy and to leave him the hell alone. He came home at around 9 p.m. I told him he was grounded and that he was not allowed to use the car for a good three weeks. At that, he got all mad and said that it wasn't his fault. I was failing as a parent and unable to afford someone to collect Lisa. I just want some insight on this situation. Was I being too harsh? And am I the jerk for interrupting his dates? Now, this is an interesting one because from my point of view, if I put myself in your son Max's position, there is nothing I can think of that is worse than my date with my girlfriend being interrupted by my dad. Fair enough, from Max's perspective, that is just not something that you want to have happen. And I completely understand that. However, from your point of view, the stuff that he is saying to you is absolutely mental. I'm sorry, it is. The fact that he's saying you failed as a parent because you're unable to afford to collect your daughter is crazy. And for that alone, like, yeah, I'm sorry, you're right. He has to be grounded, simple as that. Less so the fact that he didn't pick your daughter up when you asked, more because of this complete disrespect. I'm going to be honest, he really should have gone and picked her up. Like, that is the least he could do. But I I wouldn't hold a grudge against him if he was really angry in doing so. And like you said, you thought he just turned the phone off and went and did it and was angry, and that was okay. However, that, and then on top of that, the stuff he said to you, no, you're definitely not the jerk. It's just it's just a tough situation for him, but you can't react like that. That is absolutely disgraceful Now interestingly Opie has actually added some more info max and liza's mother by the way I know it's probably liza, but I called her Lisa off the rip So i'm gonna stick with liza max and liza's mother is not present in their lives And no, he doesn't like socializing with parents at liza's school fair enough. He works a lot of the time hasn't found time outside of the yearly parent meetings completely fair enough and then also he says op this is that this is the third time that he's asked max to pick up his sister in the span of a year and a half so it's not a regular thing and again some people are asking why did it have a nanny. Money is tight. Fair enough. You're doing all you can. It's not as if you're like, you know, slinking off and doing what you want to do. You're working hard. Your boss has got you locked in at work. It's a tough one. It really is. And I do feel for Max a little bit. But once again, you can't be saying those sort of things to your father. Am I the jerk for giving my mum the wrong start time for my birthday lunch so she'd be on time? I am a 22-year-old woman, and my mum, who's in her mid-40s, is one of those people who is always late to everything. I'm talking family get-togethers, birthdays, graduations, weddings, you name it, she's showing up late. At first, growing up, I just thought it was because she's bad with time, but as I've gotten older... I genuinely believe she likes making an entrance i personally find it one rude and two embarrassing as it's not like it happens once in a while it literally happens at every single function she's invited to that has a set time many family members have complained about this but nothing ever changes it's gone to the point that whenever my grandma has family lunches or dinners she'll tell my mum it starts an hour earlier than it actually does so she'll be there on time My mum doesn't know that my grandma does this. It's a joke between my grandma and me. This past weekend was my 22nd birthday. My grandma wanted to do a lunch for me at her place with our immediate family. The lunch was to start at 2pm, but we told my mum 1pm. I had plans later that evening to go out for dinner with my boyfriend. So I wanted to leave my grandma's house at around 5, at the absolute latest, because I needed to go home and get all ready. Well, of course, my mum was late, we called her at about 2:30 p.m. to see where she was, because you know it's her daughter's birthday. She just left her house at 2:30 p.m. and still had to pick up her boyfriend on her way to my grandma's, which is 30 to 35 minutes away. So none of us were expecting her to arrive until about half past three. She finally arrives two and a half hours late from the time we told her and makes her little entrance. We question her about it. She tells us she thought the lunch started at two. We asked her where she heard this from and she said my aunt who was present at the lunch told her we questioned my aunt and she said that she felt bad lying to my mum. everyone is pretty annoyed but we all move on fast forward an hour later at half past four and i have to start leaving my mum starts getting all annoyed with me that i'm leaving so soon and that she barely got to see me for my birthday I told her that my life doesn't revolve around her and that she should have been there sooner. She started giving me attitude and listing all these excuses as to why she's late. I couldn't be bothered to hear them and I left. Later that night, she messaged me saying that I was acting like a jerk towards her and it was rude of me to lie to her about the time that lunch started. My mum and my aunt think I'm the jerk for lying to her. My grandma doesn't think it's a big deal and that they're overreacting. I came here for some outside opinions. Now, the reason I picked this story out in the first place is because it's very personal to me, or at least I thought it was going to be. I am someone that massively struggles with time issues. Time management It's something that I've tried to work on. I'm still just naturally very bad at it. Call it laziness, call it lack of, you know, whatever you want. I don't care, but... The truth is, I do struggle with it. However, when there is a set time for something to start, like an event or, you know, you go to the the cinema or the theatre or something and you know that it starts at this certain time or someone's birthday officially starts at a certain time, I'm not going to go late then and make an entrance. Like, who does that? Sorry, that's just strange. Like, yeah, look, I hold my hands up. Sometimes I do happen to be a little bit late, but I'm not choosing to do that, nor am I coming in making a big entrance. I'm coming in sheepishly and saying, yeah, sorry, I'm late, Um, but I'm here now. You know, that's it. I'm not doing this. This is ridiculous. And also the fact that she's then saying to you on your birthday. Oh, why have we only seen you for just a couple of hours? I want to see you for longer. No, everyone else saw you for quite a few hours. You know, a good birthday celebration. You came late and that is why you clown. Once again, for the fourth time this video so far. No, you're not the jerk. Tell you what, we're on a good little streak here. Am I the jerk for becoming that parent by causing a stink at my daughter's school? My daughter, Cleo, who is 11, is very active outside of school. She plays soccer, takes swim lessons, and will play outside a lot with neighborhood kids. She's very social. Most of her friends are from outside of school. At school, however, she struggles making friends. Cleo has ADHD and was bullied in 3rd and 4th grade for some of that. While it was brought under control by the 5th, her current grade, these kids still don't play with her and pretty much ice her out. While I don't think that they have to play with her, it also means that she doesn't socialise a lot at school. She's okay with this. Her teacher says our daughter often plays alone at recess, or reads. My wife and I were not very concerned, and explained she's very social and active afterwards. Cleo is a huge reader. She's currently reading her way through my wife's collection of books from her childhood. She loves them and treasures them, knowing they were her mamas, and wants to take great care of them. She came home on Tuesday, very upset and worried her mum would be upset with her. I asked why, and she said her teacher took her book away and won't give it back until tomorrow. When pressed for more information, she said she was reading at recess. Her teacher walked over, took the book and told her to go play. My daughter begged for her book back and the teacher Refused. I quickly assured cleo that she wasn't in any trouble and even called my wife at work to have her back me up It was quite concerning that she was so afraid as my wife isn't one to fly off the handle She's always gentle with cleo. I suspected my wife assured her She wasn't upset and that cleo did zero wrong the next day I brought cleo to school early and walked her to class. No one, but the teacher was there I told the teacher to give me the book. She obliged and tried to defend herself I told her to save it and she had no right. There is no rule that Cleo has to do physical activity at recess and we expressed no concern. The teacher said that she was allowed to set boundaries for her class but I pointed out that recess was free time. It's not like Cleo is reading during math. We went back and forth and finally i said i'd be reaching out to the principal the issue was resolved quickly i don't know the particulars except the principal told me that cleo is allowed to read at recess and unless she is actively harming someone or reading during a non-designated time she wouldn't have any more books confiscated my wife and i were pleased cleo even more so my cousin is a teacher at this school just a different grade and she says what i did is hot gossip in the teacher's lounge and that i've been marked as one of those parents she says the teacher isn't paid enough and i should have just accepted the rule when i pointed out we only have two more months left at this school cleo is our only and starts junior high in august that's not a concern my wife and i feel justified but we're wondering if i'm a jerk See, I think this is actually incredibly harsh that you've been labeled as one of those parents in the staff room because we all know what one of those parents means, right? Is someone that's just pretty much a Karen, right? Someone that just complains about every little thing, thinks their child is above other children, is just an absolute angel, whatever, and no you know, they always say, like, no, you need to be doing this with my child, do this with my child, give special treatment, etc., etc. We all know what that means. Now, This is the complete opposite of that. You're complaining because your child has not been allowed to read a book in their free time, something that is educational anyway. That is extremely strange, first of all. And second of all, yes, absolutely you should be allowed to complain about this. And the fact of the matter is that the issue was resolved and the principal got involved and took your side, right? They don't have to do that just because you're a parent. They could have easily said, Listen, I'm sorry that you feel that way, but this is how we run the school if you were saying something ridiculous But the fact of the matter is they know that what you're saying is right and therefore it's been changed I don't know how you've now become one of those parents. That's ridiculous. And, and just to make it completely clear. No, of course You are not the jerk I also have no idea how a teacher's pay has anything to do with her overstepping boundaries I don't care how much money you get or how little money you get Don't tell someone on recess to not read a book Strange behavior All right, let's see if we can make it through this entire episode Without actually coming across a jerk Maybe for the first time ever am i the jerk for asking for more money for my car so i a 28 year old man offered to sell my rav4 that has hundred thousand miles on it in january to my brother and his wife they have a baby and they beat up honda civic as well as a scion with way too many miles on it they shared they'd be car hunting this year i offered to sell it to them for what carvana offered which was fourteen and a half thousand dollars and they agreed to it right away the problem is that my wife and I still haven't picked out our replacement car. So, they'd check in every week or so, but we weren't ready. In the end, we decided to hold onto the car until our trip to Disney this past week. I checked Carvana again, and they'd offered me more. This time, $16,500. I texted my brother telling him that he could have it, but he would need to match Carvana's new offer. He responded saying that they're not haggling and they've been put off buying a car for months as they thought we had an agreement and they were just waiting on us they called me a jerk for stringing them along for three months and then asking for two thousand dollars more i'm just trying to do what is right by my two kids and one on the way so am i in the wrong well it was all going so well and now it's all fallen off a cliff that is a real shame i thought for the first time ever we might have a clean sweep but alas this is r slash am i the jerk and we were bound to find one eventually and, and i'm sorry to say here we did and this one isn't really up for debate is pretty clear maybe i get it like you're a bit annoyed that the price has changed and you would have made more money but the fact is you literally have said to somebody you can have it for this price and it's your brother as well i mean come on you can't then change your mind and go back on that and i agree you have been stringing them along for a few months that's on you i think off the rip you should have just done it quickly or at least set a date for this transaction to actually take place and for you to transfer over the keys because this was just a mess right from the off and the fact that you're charging your own brother and his family that you know need this car very much more money than you did at first yeah it's very ludicrous would i be the jerk if i go on vacation instead of my brother's wedding my brother tom who is 36 and i a 26 year old woman have never had a really solid relationship due to our age gap we didn't spend much time together and by the time i was old enough to develop a personality he was moved out of the house for the last two years my brother and his fiance sarah have been planning their wedding And it's coming up in september. I was asked to be a bridesmaid I figured I was only asked as a courtesy since i'm her soon-to-be sister-in-law, but I still took it seriously I've been a bridesmaid for the last two years. Just a few weeks ago I managed to save up to buy the eight hundred dollar bridesmaid dress Overall in the last two years between group outings to parties dinners lunches clothes, etc I've spent thousands of dollars Eventually all the girls in the wedding and I became extremely close and I started to get hyped for the wedding Sarah recently got close with her brother's wife, Becky Last week she dropped the ball on me that she no longer wants me to be a bridesmaid and she'd prefer if Becky take my place It broke my heart a little but it's her wedding and it's not my place to tell her how to run it So I said fine Yesterday, I went to my brother's house to pick up the bridesmaid dress and was going to see if I could return it since it was within the time frame. Sarah was completely appalled and said that Becky was going to wear it since she and I are the same size. I said that would be fine, but they'd have to pay me the 800 for it. Sarah said that Becky couldn't afford it and I should just be nice and let her use it and said that I could keep it after the wedding. I explained that I'm not just giving away the dress and I'm not ever going to use it after the wedding. After some bickering back and forth, I just ended up taking it and leaving. My brother and Sarah tried to compromise with me and say that I could be the assistant flower girl and I felt offended at that offer. After I said no, they then said that Becky could give me 250 bucks for it. Again, no. And I returned the dress and got a full refund. I told them I understand that it's their wedding, but they're being extremely disrespectful to me and I don't need to deal with it. And I'm not going to the wedding. Today, my coworker says that she has an extra round trip plane ticket to go to Miami that she'll sell to me for half price. Plus I would have to pay for half the hotel and I can go hang out with her in Florida. The only downside is that I'll be in Florida for the week of my brother's wedding. So, will I be the jerk if I just go party in Miami instead of going to my brother's wedding? Okay, immediate reaction here is no, you absolutely wouldn't be the jerk in this situation if you didn't go to the wedding. You've been absolutely used and abused for want of a better term first of all spent thousands on your dress and all of the bridesmaid stuff and probably like some hen do and that sort of rubbish and then you've put loads of time into it and for all that just to be shot back in your face first of all saying yeah you're no longer the bridesmaid very soon close to the wedding that is and then saying you can be the assistant flower girl if you want which by the way as far as I know it's just not a thing that is just the ultimate disrespect so I see no problem with you just going you know what nah can't be, can't be bothered I'm just not gonna come at all have a good one lads enjoy and I'll enjoy Miami now on the other hand you could say be the bigger person and just accept that these two are just kind of mugging you off but it is still your brother and in theory you could just still go and just be like a you know a normal guest but I don't know ultimately I'd feel so disrespected I'd just be like yeah I can't be arsed I'm just not going I'm gonna go have a good time with someone that actually wants to be with me Maybe that's a bit too harsh. Let me know your thoughts down below and now for our final post Am I the jerk for laughing at my brother's tattoo? This is a pretty cut and dry scenario My little brother has been in a string of relationships since he was young enough to know what dating was On several occasions the relationships ended because he was caught cheating with another girl These are just the ones that I know about there could be more In fact, his current girlfriend was the other woman from his previous relationship. He, I'll call him Danny, still lives with my parents and I headed over on the 4th for barbecue. When he reached out for a hug, I noticed his arm was super red and he showed me his brand new tattoo that he'd literally just got. In huge words, it said loyalty in cursive. Where I might be the jerk is that I kind of laughed as soon as I saw it and I didn't try to hide it at all. It wasn't a dramatic laugh. He said, what's so funny? And I just said his tattoo was really ironic. He got angry and stormed off to his room and didn't join my parents and I and our sister for dinner. I told them what happened and they said that I was being a jerk. And my sister said that people are allowed to change. But I personally think that he's acting like a child by locking himself in his room and that I shouldn't be blamed for a 25 year old storming off. No. You have to laugh at that and if your brother cannot see the funny side of his new tattoo, then that's on him Like if I was in his shoes and I'd done those same things and I got that tattoo and my older brother I'm 25 by the way and my older brother laughed at me. I would just say you know what that is completely fair Maybe i'd be a little bit annoyed by it and say look i'm trying to change. Please don't laugh But I could have no qualms with someone laughing at me who knows that I've cheated multiple times in the past and then have the most ironic tattoo of all time. It's just a fact. And maybe the fact that you can't see yourself in that light and don't understand why this is objectively funny that you've got that tattoo is is your own lack of self-awareness and the reason why you're still doing these things and cheating and probably thinking it's not bad. I don't know. Maybe it's time for uh, for Opie's brother to have a look in the mirror and think, yeah, what I'm actually doing here? Is this tattoo have I got this to try and prove to myself that I can be loyal or am I just clutching at straws? I don't know. Nonetheless, it's a very funny tattoo to get given your history and um, yeah. OP, you're not the joke for laughing. It's funny am I the jerk for saying i'll be driving myself and paying for my own room on the upcoming family vacation So I won't have to be a babysitter I a 23 year old man was repeatedly stuck playing the part of helper and babysitter on family outings I had to move out of my parents house because I kept being forced to help watch my three nephews Last year we took a family vacation in summer to the coast I rode along with my parents and they paid for my hotel room Only I had to share that room with three rowdy boys because my sister and her husband wanted a room to themselves I was promised time to do my own things on the vacation But instead I ended up having to help with these kids I complained to everyone about it and was reminded I was there for free And then we pretty much just did only one thing I wanted to do which was tour an art gallery I like doing this whenever I'm at the coast, but the kids find it boring This year, my parents have a beach trip planned for June And they assumed I'd be riding along the same way as last year But I refused I said I'd be driving myself and paying for my own hotel stay to have my own room My parents were shocked and tried to remind me of the cost I said it was no worry I've got a good job and a decent running car I can more than afford it That's when the but started. I stated the previously listed things as why I'll be driving myself and paying for myself. I want to be able to enjoy this vacation as an adult and not be treated like a child like last year. My parents told my sister and she called to blow up at me that I'll be ruining the vacation if I'm off doing my own thing while she has to wrangle her three boys. I ended up yelling at her that last year all she did was rope me into her mess I didn't really get to do much of anything I wanted to do and I was treated like the bad guy for wanting to just go to an art gallery I'm a grown man. I deserve my own vacation too Now my sister is not speaking to me and my parents are still trying to convince me to just ride with them to keep the peace I'm still refusing but the pressure is getting to me. Am I the jerk for not giving in? I know they'll have a pretty hard time when they won't have another person there to help. Right, then immediately, let's get into this first edit. It's been barely an hour since I posted, OP says. But my sister is apparently a Reddit lurker in the mornings, and she saw my post. Not only is she furious with me, but she's also upset that no one in the comments is siding with her. To make it short, she went on a big rant about how it's so hard to be a parent to triplets. And the least I could do is help, because I'm young and single, and She needs a break. I stood my ground on my decision and now she's calling our parents to get them involved I'm expecting a call from them any minute. and then a further update from op Well, i'm off work now so I can tell you guys more as to what went down I guess you could say it's over my sister got our parents involved They looked at my post and were absolutely horrified by the continuous influx of commenters. Yes They're very angry with me that I posted here but I told them that if they just listened to me to begin with i'd have never needed to guys for context this post has over 40,000 upvotes and over 7,000 comments And um, i'm pretty sure you guys can all work out who they're siding with i'm sick of the whole keep the peace mentality that sacrifices me to placate my sister They in turn went off on my sister and to make a long story short the whole vacation has been cancelled The hotel wasn't booked yet anyway, but my parents are arguing with my sister My sister's blaming me and my nephews are crying because they aren't going to the beach My sister called me at lunch and basically implied I have no life Which is why I have time to help I recorded that and told our parents and that's currently what they're fighting about And then one final small update. I wasn't going to update again, but here's a little more Parents said that they won't ever push babysitting of my nephews on me again and have agreed that what happened last year was unfair to me Right now, they're very angry with my sister for telling me I should help her because she thinks I have no life My sister though is playing the victim and my brother-in-law is basically saying nope to the whole mess and spending most of his time at work Well, I don't blame him. Thank you to everyone who's commented. You made my day. Now, guys, that is the end of r slash am I the jerk for this story. But it's just the beginning of this whole escapade. Let me tell you, this now gets a little bit crazy. We're moving on now to r slash entitled people where this story continues. But goodness me, you're going to want to stick around. Here we go with the second post. So then now moving on to the second post from OP. My parents apologized. My sister did not at least at first a week ago I made this throwaway account to ask am I the jerk a question in which I was found to be anything but the jerk I have too much to say to post in there as an update So a friend recommended I come here to ask slash entitled people now my posting on am I the jerk essentially opened a pandora's box in the family Basically, my parents and older sister had become very comfortable with me helping with the childcare of my young triplet nephews. I didn't leave home till I was 22 because I was trying to save money while also going to college. A scholarship covered a lot, and living at home kept me from getting rising debt due to my working part time as well. I'm very thankful for this. However, after college, everyone just seemed to act like I had endless time on my hands and convinced me along on a family vacation. In this so-called vacation, I was forced to babysit my three, at the time, six-year-old nephews. I even had to share a hotel room with them. And believe me, those kids didn't listen to a dang thing I said on the first night until I called their mother twice. And I was treated like the bad guy for wanting to do other things during the trip. Like, if it's something the family doesn't enjoy as a whole, then it doesn't happen, which was extremely hypocritical because I'm family, but wasn't included in that vote. And you can bet I aired this grievance with my parents after my last post and they've acknowledged being in the wrong You know what? Fair enough. A lot of the parents I see on subreddits like this never acknowledge this So that is a good sign after that awful vacation last year I decided it was time to move out and did so before the summer even ended which surprised everyone as I gave them no warning I'd landed a great job pretty much right after college thanks to an internship And used moving as an excuse to drop my commute from 45 minutes to just 15 My sister hated this the most because it meant no more free babysitting on weekends But she still tried to make me do it and I caved sometimes Usually by being bribed with pizza and this sort of became a new norm But then last month my parents announced plans for another family vacation to the same place along the coast And they basically wanted it to go the same way I immediately saw it for what it was, a trap. I knew that if I rode with my parents and let them buy the hotel rooms, I'd be screwed over the same way as last time. So I just casually stated I'd drive myself and pay for myself and that is when this all started. OP then outlines exactly what happened and how they came about posting the Am I the Jerk post and how his sister lurking on Reddit spoiled the post in less than an hour. What followed was Pandora's box. At first, the family was against me. My sister called our parents and they called me when I still had a little time to talk in the morning. My parents were on the phone with me while also reading my post. I asked them if anything in it was a lie. They sort of steered around it and called the post an exaggeration but I pointed out numerous details that made it pretty much on the mark. Then I told them to check the comments. There were already far too many to read. I was repeatedly refreshing the page on my home PC and telling them how many comments there were. Then I told them I was sick of their mentality of keeping the peace by forcing me to placate my sister Then I said I was out of time and we'd have to resume this later My parents were positively horrified that hundreds if not thousands of people were commenting in a matter of hours And later on I told them that the numbers had basically doubled and were still growing which only added to their horror So I guess they were forced to take a long look at their own actions And that right there is the beauty of r slash am I the jerk and Reddit as a whole making parents reconsider their entire lives i mean it's unbelievable really my sister tried to call me to complain while i was at work but my phone was on silent till my lunch break so all she could do was leave messages and texts but she was persistent and managed to get through to me when i was eating my lunch the gist of the conversation was my post had taken our parents away from her side and now they were mad at her in the ensuing argument between them my parents cancelled the entire vacation Yes, they later acknowledged they just passed the blame out of embarrassment and have fully accepted faults They told me no excuses could excuse the fact that they made me their go-to free babysitter when I wasn't even living at home anymore They did try to backtrack a little by pointing out they never charged me rent while I was in college But I reminded them that kids don't ask to be born and I was doing my hardest to make my own way Then I pointed out that my father had the same kind of leg up from his parents They let him live free of charge at home while he was in college that basically ended any argument my parents had left when my sister managed to call me at lunch i presented the facts to her and she showed her true colors she implied that i have no life and that my free time on weekends should be spent helping her because she's tired and unable to even go out without bringing her children with her unless someone is watching them she is a stay-at-home mom with a husband that makes a decent salary they live in a pretty decent house that's owned not rented And to be frank my nephews aren't really my responsibility They just forced them on me and expected it to stay that way My sister angrily hung up on me But I recorded the call and then played it to my parents later They were furious and they basically went to war with my sister My sister dug her heels in, blamed me And then doubled down on her belief that my life should circle around hers I told her that was the most narcissistic and entitled thing she's ever said about me It took days, but her husband finally stepped in and forced her to apologize I'd never seen her cowed like that by anyone, but she was on the verge of crying It ended up being admitted that one of the reasons I was the go-to babysitter was because my sister didn't trust strangers It was never about the money Or was it? Actually, my brother-in-law thought my sister was paying me for my time watching her kids after I moved out of my parents house But she didn't even give me gas money just cash enough to order pizza for both myself and the kids and she pocketed the rest my sister had been shortchanging me for months he blew up at her when this came out during her half apology and she was forced to pay me what she owed me in cash entirely from her own savings which she looked very sore about then my brother-in-law apologized to me for his own inaction in letting my sister walk all over me and promised they'd get a normal babysitter from now on Yes, it will cause a bit of a drop in the bucket for them But my sister will be getting date nights back Then came the family meeting the other day's evening We all gathered up at my parents' house And everything was laid bare Apologies all round and whatnot Then my parents reinstated the family vacation And yes, I still plan to drive myself and pay for my own hotel stay I'll even stay in a completely different hotel If my sister tries to revert me to childcare And I've stated this She's promised that won't happen And if I don't update again after the vacation in another month or so, then you'll all know everything is fine. Now guys, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, depending on how you look at it, we don't have to wait until after the holiday for our next update. That came just a few days after the one I just read. Again, on our slash entitled people, now 26 days ago at the time of recording, my sister called me demanding I take my post down. Now she's more upset than ever to know how far it spread. Having a family that knows about your reddit account has its disadvantages Yesterday my sister called me after I got off work to ask me if comments are still coming in She said she cannot bear the negativity of looking at them herself because the comments are all so hurtful towards her So I was brutally honest at least 10 comments are still coming in daily And most of them more or less say the same things about her she started crying and demanding i delete my reddit posts but i refused and told her she can cry to anyone she wants but the posts stay up because they are my assurance she won't try to treat me like rubbish anymore after all she literally felt like my life should revolve around hers she didn't pay me the babysitting money she was supposed to and pocketed it for herself and forced me to be the constant babysitter on last year's family vacation so i'd pretty much no fun the entire time is it really any wonder people are having so much hate for her when she treated me like that. Then I mentioned the posts have already spread to other websites as I was asked a couple of times to let an article be made about my situation. And there are some videos that were read as well. Yeah, maybe like this one. Well, my sister shrieked hearing that and hung up. My parents then called me begging I take the post down. I've refused, stating that I only did this because they didn't stick up for me. This would have never happened if they told my sister to treat me like an equal and not a servant. I'm not her butler babysitter or handyman. I'm her freaking brother and a grown-ass man Wouldn't they be tired of this stuff in my shoes as well? They agreed but still begged. I take the post down I again refused and said that i'll keep making more if they don't start sticking up for me more when my sister comes crying to them Let her clean up her own messes because all the enabling of her has led to this I didn't father those kids. I've got a life of my own a career I'm still new to And hopefully soon enough a girlfriend as there's someone I want to ask out I'm moving my life forward and I won't be held back They can either step out of my way or keep trying to enable my sister But I assure them that the latter would end badly for them The only way this posting on reddit will stop is if the drama stops I've kept things anonymous and i've got a right to vent my very valid frustrations Well that left my mother crying my father just went silent and I said tears don't move me They know what it would take to end this, and that's to stop enabling my sister. Well, my sister called me again to yell at me that our parents have told her they aren't dealing with this anymore, and to figure it out herself. Oh, and they told her to be nicer to me too. I just pictured her eye twitching as she internally screamed after hearing that. Be nice to my kid brother? What is this? Do I look it up on Google? Yeah, I was that sarcastic to her, but it left her crying too when I hung up. My brother-in-law called me later to get my side of the story he was mad i'm still posting and made his wife cry but i explained everything to him and he said he'd have another talk with my sister i'm hoping this drama finally ends here but the family vacation is still on for late june i've already booked my room and put it in for a day off work so we can all leave on a friday my room is also not near the ones my parents sister brother-in-law and nephews will be using in fact it's not even on the same floor And when we go to the coast when it's not a family activity I'm gonna go where I want and do what I want and you can bet i'm gonna tour those art galleries Pick out on local food and just enjoy being carefree for a change. And there we go You're probably thinking wow that sounds like a good end to the story But alas as you can tell there is more to come that promised update after the family vacation was posted just 24 hours ago Let's see what happened this is the conclusion for now of this story update after the family vacation well the family vacation is over some things both good and bad went as expected good that my parents didn't enable my sister trying to make me babysit oh yes she did try but bad in that my sister did try to find out which room i was in but that failed and got her in trouble with her husband again Firstly, I made sure to tell the hotel in advance that they were not to give out any of my information to anyone who asked except for the police if something needing that were to come to pass. They assured me over the phone that they would not tell a soul. Then, on the day of the vacation, I left earlier in the morning than the rest of the family. I knew they wouldn't be able to get moving as a group until at least 10 a.m., so I left at nine. Check-in wouldn't be until one, but I wanted to make sure I had a head start. I sent out an FWI group text and was off like a shot to make the three hour drive. My parents were upset because they'd planned a family brunch on the way, but I pointed out I was never made aware of that. So it was canceled in favor of fast food. Like I planned, I arrived at the hotel early, too early for check-in. But I told the desk staff I was there to make sure my parents or sister didn't give them my information They claim they don't do that But I told them I know for a fact it still happens sometimes So i'm covering my butts When they happen to be dealing with my mother, sister and three potentially crying boys trying to guilt them at the desk They'd better not yield And I wanted to know if they'd try anything They awkwardly promised me no one but me would get access to my room Then I decided to go out and get something to eat I came back more than an hour later and there was my parents car and my brother-in-law's big SUV I went to the desk to check in after making sure the lobby was clear And it was Then I asked the clerk if my family had asked about me and where I was staying in the hotel Yeah, they did but the clerk refused to tell them my sister had apparently tried to push it But her husband shut her up. I checked in went to my room and then called my folks I didn't mention I knew what they tried with the clerk and they conveniently didn't mention it either. Then we all met up as a family to go out and tour around. My sister at one point asked me to watch her kids for a moment, to which I replied, hell no, because I knew exactly what she was doing. She'd pretend to be gone for a moment and then be gone for an hour. I called her out and her husband told her to stop trying to make me watch their kids. So what does she do? She just started crying on the spot, saying that she needs a break. Her husband scolded her. He's a tired man, but he wasn't complaining. My mother gave me a nasty look. So I went right to her and said that if she tries to even think that I should be watching those kids, I would walk away from this vacation right now. It's not my job and I'm sick and tired of her and my sister acting like this. Well, that made my mother start crying too. And then she just started repeating the words, you're right, over and over again. This is another old tactic of hers. She tries to look pathetic to guilt me, but I just said, I am right and just let it go before walking away. Neither my mother or sister tried anything for the rest of the day. When we got back to the hotel after dinner, my family were all crowding the elevator, but I didn't get in with them. They asked why and I said I'd wait for the next one. My sister glared at me because she knew exactly what I was doing. Then I just sat in the lobby watching YouTube on my phone for 15 minutes and took the elevator up i was on a different floor and on the other end of the hotel i had a splendid night and the next morning we all went out for breakfast but i made sure they left first i can't quite believe what i'm reading the fact that you're having to do this on a family vacation pretty much hide from the people you're vacationing with at the hotel is mad but after all i've read it makes complete sense i was the last one out just like i was the last one in the night before breakfast went fine Then I gave an fwi that I was going to be doing my own thing for the day My mother tried to bring up plans to go to the aquarium and a couple of other places So I said i'd meet them for those but the rest of the day was mine until family dinner They accepted this and that day went fine too But back at the hotel that evening my sister caught me leaving my room She must have been stalking the whole floor looking for me I went back to my room to chill a bit before dinner as I was tired from walking so much and my sister was just down the hall when I left my room to meet them for dinner She tried to corner me saying that i'd ruined the family vacation for her because now it wasn't hardly any different for her than at home Since she had to wrangle her kids I called bullspit because my parents were helping her a lot Then I told her that i'm sick of this song and dance of being her scapegoat and it's already over So leave me the heck alone and get on with your life Then I started walking with her yelling. Hey, i'm trying to talk to you I told her I don't care and was going to dinner. She followed me to the elevator and we both said nothing to each other. I didn't stay silent and I told my parents and brother in law that my sister had stalked me to find my room. She was scolded like a child. She had a pity party. I told her to stop milking it and grow up. The old days when she could force her will on me were over. And then I walked out of the lobby and to my car. This time I was the first one to dinner. When everyone else arrived, my sister looked depressed. But not a dang thing was said about what happened and that was just fine with me my sister refrained from eye contact with me the entire evening and this time i didn't care about riding in the elevator with the rest of them and i told them bluntly that unless it was an emergency nobody is to come knocking on my door i had a do not disturb sign for a reason the final day everything went swimmingly neither my sister or mother bothered me at all they'd fully surrendered at this point Yes, during the whole vacation, I did play with my nephews a bit I'm not a complete jerk. I didn't stonewall them. I kept up being the fun uncle Just not the babysitter uncle. The kids didn't even seem to care. They just wanted to play I even bought each of them one of those little baggies of crystals and polished stones to take home as a souvenir There was a bit of mild drama between my sister and her husband But that was just some small disagreements that I didn't bother to pay attention to all in all i'd call the vacation a win because it finally hit home for my mother and sister that the old way they did things involving me is over and i have my own life and there we go that is the culmination of that story i guess so far the amazing thing about this post is that these four posts that i've just narrated are actually the only four posts on this entire account that op has made on this account anyway Now, they said right off the bat that it was a throwaway, but nonetheless, all the posts that have ever been made are those. And that's it. Pretty cool. Pretty great to see that one story can traverse a couple of subreddits. I don't know exactly what the title of this is going to be. Maybe Am I the Jerk slash Entitled People. You don't get too many collaborations on episodes of mine between subreddits, but hey, there you go. I just noticed that post and thought, okay, let's have a look back at what's been going on here. And everything seemed to align and, and be good enough for just one episode. So um, there you go. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did and you want more episodes and stories like this where it's more of a deep dive of a family in particular or a character or one individual story that, that goes on for a longer period of time across Different subreddits, you know, kind of updates I guess in many ways this was very similar To a a best of redditor updates video Then let me know, by dropping a like on this one Commenting down below that you enjoyed it The more comments and just general feedback I get The more likely I am to do a video similar To this in the future, so that is the best way of letting me know Am I the jerk for pressing charges On a former friend, for shaving my head In my sleep, for context A relative of what used to be a close Friend of mine, whom we'll call Gary for this Story, contracted cancer I a mid-20s male was sympathetic and even contributed $100 to a donation pool for their treatments But gary came to me one day and took his hat off to reveal a freshly shaven head He told me that everyone in his family was doing it in support of his relative and so were a lot of our mutual friends Then he asked that I get on the bandwagon I told him I didn't want to shave my head because I like my hair. My hair is black regularly combed and well styled he said i could just get a wig or something and had actually brought his shaver kit he was unboxing it when i told him this was not happening i don't even really know his relative that he's doing this for so i'm not doing it end of discussion he called me a jerk and left angry we didn't speak for a week then last saturday i got invited to a party at another close friend's house there i found out that gary had tried the same thing on several other friends and only a couple of them actually did shave their heads gary wasn't at the party so i had a blast hanging out playing video games listening to rock music but i had way too much to drink and i couldn't drive home so they said i could just sleep upstairs i passed that on a bed and it was a blissful sleep till i was shaken awake by another friend who told me that gary had showed up late at night And they caught him shaving my head while I was passed out I saw what I looked like in a mirror and wanted to scream like I was in a horror movie Gary even shaved off one of my eyebrows Gary was still there and acting proud of himself saying now you're gonna have to shave off the rest just like me Lol I was furious though and called the cops when they got there Gary fully admitted to what he'd done to me and even said he was justified The police didn't seem to think so, as this classified as a form of assault. They asked me if I wanted to press charges and the first words out of my mouth were, hell yes. Gary cussed me out while they took him away in cuffs. I tried getting my hair restyled into something presentable, but there was no saving it. And now I'm bald too. Now, a bunch of Gary's family are telling me to drop the charges because Gary was off his meds and didn't mean to do it. I was like, what the frick? I never knew he was on meds but I still refuse to drop the charges. It will take months to grow my hair back the way it was. But all of the calls and messages from Gary's relatives are starting to get to me. Just about everyone else in our friend group has cut Gary out though. And they say that I'm doing the right thing by not dropping the charges. So now I'm divided. Am I the jerk for pressing charges on a former friend for shaving my head in my sleep? Okay, now before we get into that update that I promised you, which was posted just a few days ago, firstly, my initial thoughts on this post, which was posted over a year and a half ago now. I just don't think in any way, in my opinion this is, that you can be seen as the jerk here. You could argue it's a little bit extreme that you're going to that length to press charges on someone that's just shaved a bit of your hair and your eyebrow, but that is legally assault. And if that is the case, then therefore you are well within reason to press charges. And ultimately, if you've said to somebody, no, I'm not doing that, and then they've done that to you while you're asleep, that is just disgraceful, disgusting behavior. And they do deserve to be punished. So if something like that is punishable and you are up for it and you want to do it, yeah, I see nothing wrong with saying, you know what? No, I'm pressing charges. In terms of the meds, there's absolutely no reason as to why that can possibly be your fault that's on gary or i guess the people helping gary his family but yeah mostly on gary and in terms of people that might think okay but he was doing this for a good means sure but it has to be up to the individual to decide whether they want to get involved in that and as op explicitly said they barely even know the person that has cancer you barely know someone that has cancer you're just not going to shave your head as much as it is a nice thing to do and op donated 100 is that not enough nonetheless here we go let's see what happened in this one Here is the update A friend of mine just showed me a video yesterday in which my old post had been read Honestly, I'd nearly forgotten about it since I was only there to ask if I was the jerk or not And since I don't want to go through the pain of trying to do an update on r slash ammo the jerk I thought I'd just do it here since entitled spells out gary pretty well this is by the way on r entitled people other than that shaving incidents he tried to get us to partially pay for his food multiple times by combining the check and dividing it equally when he always got the most expensive thing on the menu and once even pulled the i forgot my wallet bit he was described as a neck beard by multiple people including women he flirted with He tried to get a married neighbor woman that was older than him to have an affair with her And then later egged her apartment door when she refused That one I only learned about a couple of months after my original post And no, Gary never saw consequences for doing that I also learned he stole several video games and DVDs from friends Mooch food and drink out of their fridges And even went through a period as a squatter for two months By refusing to leave a house he'd been let into by a former tenant And the landlord actually paid him to leave. Gary's also an extreme hypocrite who contradicts himself more than a corrupt politician. For example, one minute he'd be anti-vax, the next he'd be complaining about other people who weren't getting the C-19 vaccine. Pretty sure he never got it too. I can't believe I ever had any sympathy for this man. So then getting into what happened after Gary shaved Opie's head. Gary's family harassed me and tried to make me drop the charges. I not only didn't drop the charges, but I also reported that harassment to the police Only problem is it didn't bloody stop. In fact, it got worse Mainly from gary's mother whom I can see where gary got his charming personality from She showed up to my apartment a couple of weeks after the shaving incident to scream at me That I knew nothing about what they were going through and a little hair wasn't a big deal I told her my hair was a big deal to me and what gary did was inexcusable well that earned me a slap on the face followed by a swift kick to the nuts followed by a few more kicks to my body after i went down it was all recorded by a camera that i had watching the front door the landlord wouldn't let me put in a ring doorbell cam one of my neighbors saw her and screamed at her that they'd be calling the police gary's mum ran and i ended up going to the hospital with minor injuries Mostly just bruises, a black eye, and a sore groin. Gary's mother got arrested, and I filed a lawsuit against her for attacking me. I saw her in court twice for both her assault on me and the lawsuit I filed for her assault. This woman had taken several self defense classes over the years, so she knew how to fight. That had the judge consider her a trained individual, and she was sentenced to six months in jail given two years probation and ordered to pay my medical bills she actually cried to the judge about the money but he wasn't having it it took some time to see her in court again for my lawsuit against her as she was out of jail by then i was awarded ten thousand for the harassment emotional damages and lost work hours and she had to pay all court and lawyer fees which she cried about again because she didn't want to pay anything to the man who'd ruined her and her son's lives but she had the money for both court cases because she had no problem paying. But around that time, I heard Gary's relative with cancer passed away. I don't know any details, just that they passed on. I admit that was sad, but again, I never knew this person, but Gary made their condition in his hill to die on when he tried to make an example out of me. Gary got some probation and community service for what he did to my hair, and he cut contact with our entire friend group and eventually moved away. Where to? I don't know. I don't care either as for my hair Well, it grew back just fine took nearly half a year to get it back how it was My boss had me put it out of sight for a while and I was wearing a hat everywhere for at least a month I did take that 10k I got in the lawsuit and combine it with my savings for a down payment on a house So i've since moved into a much better abode. I also have a girlfriend now that's living with me It was a bit soon for her to move in but there were extenuating circumstances We're making it work though and i'm happy so there we go then good to see some proper justice for something that yeah you could say is a little bit innocuous you know just shaving someone's hair but hair makes up such an important part of someone's life right hair gives you confidence for people with great hair they can see it as one of their best attributes so to remove that from somebody for literally no reason when they're asleep against their will yeah i mean it is assault and i'm glad to see as i said that there was some proper justice done to big old Gary. What I love as well that this became a family affair. Gary's mum. I, I presume that this is one of the reasons why Gary acts this way right now. His mum, clearly so protective and so enabling, saying, No, come on, it's fine. And by the way, I'm trained in some sort of combat, and I'm gonna kick you in the balls. Like, good, really good. Yeah, good to see them both uh, having some charge put against them. And that tank going to good use. Great story. Love the update. It's very rare that we get a redditor come back after almost two years to give us an update on the situation But OP, thank you very much for doing that and concluding this story All the best Am I the jerk for how I a 37 year old man reacted to my son who is 17 coming out to me? So i've always known that my son had an interest in men He was slow on the pickup of incognito mode, and from the searches he made, I figured he was at least bi-curious, if that's the proper term for it, since he hit puberty. Well, last year he started bringing a boy around, and it was obvious they were dating, to the point I figured that he knew I knew, and it wasn't a big deal to anyone. Well, apparently, I was wrong. After school yesterday, he and his boyfriend came up to me and said there was something really important they needed to tell me. My son said that they were dating and had been for a year. Well, I was surprised that he wasn't aware I knew and was a bit thrown off. My mouth moved faster than my brain and I said, well, that's pretty freaking gay. Now, I thought it was peak comedy since it is in fact gay, However, I understand using the word gay in that way gives it a very negative undertone, hence the mouth faster than brain comments. Now, my son and I are usually pretty edgy with our humor, this being fairly tame stuff for the stuff we normally joke about. While probably not appropriate for this situation, it wasn't not our norm for a conversation between us. However, he and his boyfriend were very, very upset and left i'm probably the jerk but i thought i would check and see if you all had some advice on what i can say to fix it he currently won't respond to my texts or calls okay guys i think what i'm about to say is going to be very very controversial now it's not the first time on this channel that i've said something controversial and you have all disagreed with me in the comments down below but what i will say is that i think this is just a tough spot i don't think that this man, OP, has necessarily acted maliciously or has done something on purpose to hurt his son or anything like that. I genuinely think he's just made a very, very bad mistake in this one instance. And I don't think that he's understood his son really as much as he probably thinks he has. Now look, stay with me on this. And by all means, get in the comments down below and tell me that I'm just barking up the complete wrong tree and that what he's done is terrible. I'm not saying it's not, by the way. I'm just saying with the context of knowing this son's relationship with his dad or or, or this relationship entirely and knowing that it's you know Pretty tongue-in-cheek. They like dark humor. They seem to have a lot of banter together in general I can understand why in that split second it just it just came out You know the fact of the matter is his son being gay is so obvious to his dad He was just like what why are you even telling me that and I think that is why he did this now Obviously, it's a terrible thing to have said, um, and just just not the right moment to have done this at all, or even made a joke about this. And given everything we know, the, the history of, of of homophobia, and the fact that the word "gay" has just been used very, very poorly for generations over the years, yeah, it's a it's an awful thing to have said. But I just think it's just come out. I don't think it necessarily says anything about this man and that he's homophobic or is against his son being gay or anything like that. I just think it's it's just come out. And do we have to hammer him for that? I don't know. It's not great. And I'm not on his side here. I'm just saying I can kind of understand why in that split second he just said it because he has that sort of rapport and chat with his son. He's like, what? Yeah, obviously I know your gates. It's been obvious to me for over a year, for years. But yeah, obviously if he could have that moment again, I'm sure he wouldn't do this sort of thing. And for for his son and, and his boyfriend, yeah, it's absolutely shocking. I'm not saying that's not, but hey, listen, you get in the comments down below. Tell me I'm just barking up the complete wrong tree. But yeah, it's a controversial opinion. Now I may not be phrasing this exactly how I'd like to. And again, like it's, I don't even need to say that it's a terrible thing to have said and like, you know, we're past that point. Obviously, this is not how this kid wanted his dad to react when he came out to him. Like it's a shocking thing to have said. And I'm not surprised that he's in a terrible mood and is not speaking to you, ignoring your calls, etc. cetera, et cetera. That is, uh, there's not even not even any point of even, you know, wondering why that is the case or saying, is that the right reaction? It's obvious. However, let me get this comment up on screen because I think this kind of explains a little bit better what I'm trying to say. So this user has said, you're the jerk for the wording. I won't lie. As someone who's been out and proud for years, that joke made me laugh my butt off, but your son needed support more than humor. In the grand scheme of things though, I was expecting much worse from the title. Okay, fair enough. So I think if you just apologize and explain that you meant it in a humorous way and that you fully accept him and his partner, you and your son will be fine. I, you know, there it is. I think that's fine. What I'm trying to say is, I don't think it's like a crazy homophobic sort of slur. And I know I'm going on here, but yeah, this can be this can be resolved for sure. It looks like you have a little bit of a jokey relationship with your son in any way, and it's just not the moment to do it, but it's not the end of the world. Have a sit down with the lad and tell him, look son i'll be honest i did have my my intuition that i thought you, you you probably were gay and that's why i said this i do apologize though and i support you so much and i, I fully am behind the fact that that you're gay or know whatever whatever sexuality you subscribe to it's completely fine with me i'll you forever i mean clearly i'm not a dad but um yeah just make sure he knows that you support him that's all you need to do am i the jerk for telling my wife off after getting our daughter to cut her hair off even after being told not to. My wife is currently battling cancer, and one of the things she's told me she's struggling with the most was losing her hair. She's been given a near 100% chance of survival since we caught her early, but the chemotherapy has destroyed her hair anyway, and she had to shave what was left of it off a few weeks ago. Not long after that, she suggested we attempt to get our 17-year-old daughter, Anna, to do so as well. Now, Anna has very long hair that she puts a lot of care into. So I felt it was appropriate to ask her in private if she wanted to or would be willing to do such a thing. She told me that she didn't want to cut her hair and I figured that that was the end of that. However, yesterday they came home from a girl's shopping trip, something they do every so often and anna had a buzzed haircut that struck me as odd after what she'd said so after dinner i talked to her and she told me that my wife had said she would never forgive anna if she didn't show her support by buzzing her head I asked her if she was happy about it and she said that she wasn't when I went to bed I brought it up with my wife and she said it was Anna's choice to or not I just told her how I'd see the situation I told her off saying she needed to respect Anna's personal choices and that a 17 year old girl being against shaving her head Wasn't exactly out of the ordinary. However, my wife simply said it was to show support for her I've been sleeping on the couch since yeah, I love my wife and I understand that she's going through something traumatic However, her attitude comes off as very manipulative to me And that's not behavior that I feel I can personally accept I'm not sure if I can move past this to continue the relationship So am I the jerk? Okay, this one a little bit more cut and dry than the last one <laughs> I'm really interested to see the comments from that Nonetheless, this is is a, uh, yeah, obviously just your wife's just done something terrible. Like, fine, going through cancer, obviously pretty bad. But you can't guilt trip your 17-year-old daughter to chop her entire hair off, something that she loves so much. Think about how that's going to affect her in life. I mean, who knows what that what that effect could have. I don't even necessarily think it matters if, if she's been given a near 100% chance of survival or whatever. The decision of chopping off your hair has to be down to the person who the hair belongs to, surely. Anna's not even happy with this. Ugh. I don't want to call it selfish because look, going through, through the, the chemotherapy and having cancer is clearly a terrible thing. And of course, you want support in that moment and, and throughout that period. But it's not ideal, is it? Anyway, OP you're obviously not the jerk for for telling your wife off. Okay, now for our third post. Am I the jerk for telling my brother it's pathetic that he can't do the basics of what his wife did? I love my sister-in-law and brother. They have two kids, and my sister-in-law Rachel was a kind of stay-at-home mum. She worked from home part-time, but also took care of the kids and all the chores. I was over multiple times and the house was spotless. Really, I thought she was just extra cleaning when she had guests, but no. When I had my kid, she showed me her schedule. She'd be up at five for meal prepping for the whole day. Like she never stopped. And a lot of her tips helped me with my own home. Now my brother lost his job and it was decided that Rachel would go back to work full-time and he would stay at home. The kids are in kindergarten and first grade. He has this on easy mode. I've been over to help sometimes since he just sucks at it. The house is always a mess. The kids are usually late to school. He asked me to drive them after the school talked to him and he doesn't cook. It's just sad. He got in a huge argument with his wife since dinner wasn't done and she had to make it. He was ranting about how it's unfair and that he's trying. I told him it's pathetic that he can't do the basics of what his wife did. He has eight hours free and he can't keep the house clean. I told him she'll divorce him if he doesn't stop being lazy and figure it out. He left after calling me a jerk and my mum is now on me for what I said Yeah, no excuses in my opinion If you're a stay-at-home parent and the other one's out earning all the money and working super hard And then especially given the fact that they did all that stuff that you're now supposed to be doing and just got it done Then yeah, no excuses. You've got to do the same simple as that Now, of course, there's going to be a learning period, an adjustment period when you first switch roles But you've got to get it done it's gonna be hard work but your wife did it why can't you now actually i'm just looking at the comments and this is a great point she works part-time said a user here and did it all he has no job at all and he can't do it i mean crazy and also it's just really really poor form if you can't do it in the eight hours of a day then your wife has to do it after doing all her work and then coming back and probably being knackered and expecting to just like chill out she's then got to do even more work it's just not fair and ultimately this relationship is not going to last very long If your brother continues on like this Am I the jerk for calling my daughter's father spineless and his girlfriend creepy over their name choice for their daughter? A little bit of context for you all I ended up falling pregnant with my 10 year old daughter during a drunken hookup with a friend in my mid-20s Not the most glamorous or flattering truth, but it's the truth all the same When we found out we decided to keep the child and co-parent while remaining friends We were never a couple and we didn't want to be one either four years ago He began to date his long-term girlfriend and they moved in together last year She fell pregnant and i've been supportive to them both as much as I could be without crossing any lines I've encouraged my daughter to help out whenever she's staying with them during the pregnancy and to behave I've also made it clear that I want the children to have a close relationship despite having different mothers I've even said that if they were comfortable with it, on nights I have my daughter, if they ever want time alone, I'll babysit once they have the baby so my daughter can spend time with her sibling. All in all, I thought everything was great and I was excited for my daughter to have a sibling as she's always wanted one, but I had no interest in having another child. Three days ago, my friend and his girlfriend had a daughter. They asked me to bring my daughter to the hospital to meet her little sister yesterday alongside others of the family so i did exactly that but when they introduced us to the baby i was shocked they'd named her using my daughter's name wait what that is so dumb i wasn't expecting that she didn't seem to have any issue with this when she introduced the baby bold as brass my friend seemed uncomfortable and wouldn't look at me directly I asked them what they were playing at, at which point my friend's father said he'd take my daughter down to the cafeteria to get something to eat and left with her. My friend told me to calm down and not overreact while his girlfriend told me she didn't see the issue and it was a pretty name. I asked them if they'd named the baby for my daughter, trying to understand the logic here, but his girlfriend said that no, it was just a pretty name she liked. I then asked if they plan to use a nickname or a middle name when addressing her on a daily basis And her response was that she didn't see a need for that I told them they were being ridiculous and that they couldn't do this I then told his girlfriend that I found this frankly creepy I told my friend he was being spineless if he was happy to go along with this He tried to claim our daughter could use a nickname or something But I shut that down immediately Asking why it was more reasonable for a girl who has used that name for a decade to shame her name compared to a baby who had no concept of what a name was yet. His girlfriend told me I was being a female dog talking to her like that after she just gave birth and asked the nurses to remove me, saying I was being disruptive. Maybe my temper is running a little too hot though, and I was too harsh on her when she'd just given birth. It's just so freaking weird. Yeah, it's very weird, no doubt about it. As you can tell from me reading it right there. Just was not expecting that at all. I mean, safe to say, OP, you're obviously not the jerk. And funnily enough, I do agree with you. I do think it's actually more on your daughter's father, your friend, because I don't know, maybe his girlfriend doesn't have too much of an affiliation or care for you. Who knows? Maybe she's just a bit of a weird person. But come on, as a dad, you can't have two daughters with the same name, even if they are from different mothers. That's ridiculous. If you're not gonna put your foot down, then yeah, you're uh, not a man that I wanna be associated with. That is for sure. It's very weird and I can't quite work out why this woman is wanting to do this or why this man is allowing it. Now, continuing on with the stories about names, here is post number five. Would I be the jerk if I don't change my son's name even though it may cause him to lose an inheritance? I, 24 years old, got pregnant while I was taking a gap year traveling. I met an older guy, nothing gross. I was 19, he was 23, we had fun. I was working in a bar to make money while I explored his city. When I got pregnant, he lost interest really quickly. I understood, but I am pro-choice and I chose not to terminate. I went home and had my son. I also made sure to get child support. He could afford it. He did fight it though. I had to prove paternity and everything. Through that, his parents found out. They are well off. They've met my son and they truly do seem to love him. They provided gifts for his birthday and Christmas. They helped me with extra money so I could complete my university without going into debt. They've taken us on vacation with them so they could spend time with him They aren't my biggest fans, but we are cordial to each other three months ago. My son's father passed away He got drunk at his bachelor party tripped on the sidewalk and hit his head and that was all she wrote My son and I attended the funeral. We spent a week in that city So his grandparents could see him. They approached me with an offer they had no other children or grandchildren their son was only 28 so he had lots of time to provide them legitimate kids they didn't say this i'm just assuming so they never thought about my son's name but they said that if i changed his surname to theirs legally they would make him their primary heir i think this is dumb he's their only grandchild and they would deny him an inheritance because of his last name i said i'd consider it to be polite and i've left it at that I actually have a pretty good life as it is my family has been very supportive and because of the whole court thing my son's father had to have life insurance with him as the beneficiary would it be nice for my kid to get a big sum of money yes but do i want him to have the surname of a man who didn't want him see him or love him no i've been talking to my family about it and a few of them think that i'm being a jerk for giving up this kind of money for my son It is generational wealth and i'm making the decision based on emotion But I think they're jerks for thinking money is the only thing that matters I think i'll tell my son's grandparents that they can talk to him about it when he is 16 He'll be old enough to understand the implications but young enough not to be tied professionally to his last name You know what fair play opie I think that last sentence or that last paragraph is actually very sensible because i'm not gonna lie If I was in this spot, i'd probably just say No shut up what are you doing i'm not changing my kid's surname just to get a bit more money even if it is generational i don't care like life's not all about money if you are changing your name to get money there's something just gross about that however yeah i kind of rate what you're saying you know let your son decide when he's old enough to make a decision who knows he might have a different opinion and ultimately it is down to him it's his name i would say that 16 is a little bit too young it's just it's just risky isn't it I guess you could always change it back i don't really know how that sort of works but yeah overall it just seems kind of again gross like just blech. it makes me feel like you know kind of goosebumpy and creepy that you have these weird grandparents that are just like oh we didn't air so badly change your name we'll give you all our money like there's something so horrible about that that i don't like so i'd be inclined to say just sack them off and now for our final post of this episode Am I the jerk for telling my wife I don't care about her dreams? My wife wants to be an influencer on TikTok and YouTube. She's been creating mummy content and content about her day-to-day life. When she told me this is something she wanted to do, I didn't have a problem with it. I only said that I don't want our children, who are four and two, in any of her content. I didn't monitor her channel as it didn't really seem necessary. I recently had a look because I thought it would be cute to see what she does in her day-to-day life. And I found our children's faces in almost all of her content I told her she straight up needs to remove all of her content She said that she knew I wouldn't agree, but she doesn't think it's a big deal now I don't like children content I feel like a lot of the time when you see that children make profit They become less of your kids and more of a product and your interactions become more performative And I can see the same thing has happened in her because she posted a video of her getting our two-year-old out of a tantrum And how she deals with that but how is your first instinct to record and hold a camera while our baby is crying? She started crying, saying that she built this up and this is her dream and deleting her content will ruin it. And I said, I simply don't give a dang. If you don't delete it, I'll consider a divorce. I know a lot of people have children on their social media and I don't mind an Instagram or Facebook post but to make videos seems too intimate to share. She told her friends and even hinted on her social media accounts that she has an overcontrolling and narcissistic husband that doesn't want her on social media. I'm currently being ridiculed by her friends. So am I being over-controlling or narcissistic? No, obviously you're not. Need I say more? Need I say more? If you have explicitly said, I don't want our kids on your videos that's up to you it's not one of those things where it's like one person does one person doesn't i'm sorry but if if one parent doesn't want their kids on videos i mean i agree with you instagram facebook is different photos are different but videos like parenting and and kind of like you know ace family sort of vibe content then you you just can't do it i'm sorry you just can't i mean let's be honest what do we think of, of parents that make profits from their children Personally, I think it's pretty disgraceful, one of the most disgusting ways to make money. Actually, I would put it as you know what it's I mean, I don't know. It's not it's not awful, is it? Like there can be some really nice wholesome content. It's when it gets to the to the stage which it's got to with, with your wife, where she is filming first and then actually parenting later. That is when it's actually disgust disgusting just again. Like the last post. Very, very gross behaviour. But yeah, do something else with your life, I would say. Or just do some more wholesome content not this is how I deal with my kid when they're in a really bad mood Oh, I get my phone out first pretty poor if you ask me Am I the jerk for giving my son non-vegan food behind my wife's back? I am 32 and my wife is 33 We've been married for eight years and have a 12 year old son together about six years ago My wife decided to go vegan She was sent the documentary Dominion by a vegan friend of hers and ever since has said that non-vegan food is revolting and refuses to eat it. After a long conversation, I agreed to go vegetarian and be vegan in the house and around her, which she was happy with. She also decided our son should be vegan, which after seeing a dietician, I also agreed with. Things have been fine with this arrangement until a few months ago when I began finding wrappers from non-vegan candy and even burgers from McDonald's in my son's school bag, which he'd been buying with chore money. I had a conversation with my son and he confessed he felt lonely and excluded eating vegan around his friends and that they always had much better candy than he did and it wasn't fair. I decided I didn't want him spending his pocket money on snacks and throwing out the vegan snacks that we actually buy him instead of buying games, etc. It just made no sense. But I also know the way my wife feels about non-vegan products. So I began buying my son what he wanted on our way to football practice instead. Long story short, my wife recently found out what's been going on and completely flipped out. She called me an animal abuse enabler and a few other names. And said that i was corrupting our son now she's not speaking to me our son panicked and told her that i had bought the snacks for him and he didn't know they weren't vegan i don't blame him for that he just doesn't want to be in trouble with mum so am i the jerk here oof this is a tough one to start with first of all i will say 100 i don't think that you op the dad are in the wrong here at all like it's a tough spot i get that and as much as you really want to you know support your wife and, and you yourself are subscribed to, to, to going veggie and respecting your wife being vegan and and having a, a vegan household it's really tough when you see that your kid's life is being negatively impacted i think we can all agree on that by being vegan like it's affecting him in school he's having to spend his own money to get food on top of the food he already has who knows it may also be affecting his relationships in school with his classmates I don't know he says he feels isolated that is tough I think to be honest it gets to a stage with your kids and you're probably at that right now where where you and your wife have to sit down and think really although your wife probably doesn't want to admit this your son doesn't want to be vegan and He's at that age now where it's up to him to decide if he wants to continue being vegan or not Maybe he does, maybe he wants to be veggie like you I mean you don't want to be vegan, you've said that You want to be veggie, vegan in the house But you don't want to be fully vegan in in your everyday life I think you've openly admitted that Maybe his son's the same Or maybe he just doesn't want to be vegan or veggie at all and eat, you know, every food But I think at this stage now, it has to be up to him really So yeah, you're not the jerk It's a conversation to be had as a family Am I the jerk for embarrassing someone by pretending to be Japanese? Backstory, I am a 20 year old woman and I have a Japanese name, even though I'm not ethnically Japanese. My mum is Korean and my dad is British. They met and fell in love while studying in Japan and had me there after marrying. We lived there until I was 14 before moving to the States. This will be important later. Today, a group of my roommates friends came over to study with her. And I happened to be in the living room when they arrived. They were introducing themselves to me, and when I said my name, I have a pretty common Japanese girl name, so it's pretty hard to be mistaken about the origin. One of the girls made a disgusted face and laughed at me, saying that was so dumb. She said that she was Japanese American, and I was culturally appropriating her country as a white person. I tried to explain that I lived in Japan for a while, and that was why but she kept insisting I was lying and that if I was telling the truth, I'd be able to speak the language. Since she put it like that, I started talking to her in Japanese, basically explaining where I lived there and asking which prefecture her parents were from, etc. She then ends up stuttering through a sentence in an awkward manner before leaving in a half. Later, my roommate told me I embarrassed her by pretending to be more Japanese than an actual Japanese person and appropriating the culture and that her friend expected an apology. So, am I the jerk? You know what, even if you weren't Japanese, I would say you're not the jerk here. Even if you had nothing to do with Japan, I would say you're not the jerk. If you make this person understand that they are being racist, uh, you know, every ist you can possibly think of, realistically. Like, they just are, aren't they? I mean, come on. That is good enough in in my opinion. Like, this person needs to be called out on this sort of stuff. Somebody's name they were given at birth not by them doesn't mean that they are guilty of cultural appropriation i mean that's just ridiculous so if you can call that person out and say you are being stupid even if you're not japanese i don't care call them out and also that just takes away from the fact that you're obviously not pretending to be japanese At, at no point did you say oh by the way i am japanese you just spoke in japanese because you can speak japanese because you lived in japan Um, really really stupid from this person, but uh, yeah good on you and do not apologize, obviously Am I the jerk for suggesting my wife lower her standards so that she'll be less overwhelmed? My wife and I have three kids who are 12 10 and 8 She is in a constant state of overwhelm and very easily irritated Constantly complaining how it's all too much I'm of course happy to help and do my fair share for the kids or household But it's never enough because her standards are too dang high She insists one of us has to be up at 6.45 every morning to make sure the kids are ready and make the bus, which comes at 7.45. I told her they're old enough to not need that much help already. They can all dress themselves and pour themselves cereal and milk. There's no reason we have to be up. She says that cereal isn't a good enough breakfast. They need something more substantial, especially the 12-year-old, and that the 10-year-old has ADHD and will definitely struggle without help in the morning. And anyway, she wants to see them off and kiss them goodbye for the day. So she gets up, I don't, Then she gets upset that I never give her a morning off when all she needs to do is just take the morning off when she wants and then let the kids handle themselves Also, she is super strict about screen time during the week and is exhausted and snappy from arguing about it with the kids And upset that I don't support her strict limit of two hours a day I say as long as homework is done. Why not until bed? She says it's not healthy for them They need to play outside or with games and toys, read some books, just entertain themselves in more ways than one. I agree they should enjoy other things, but I don't see why we have to make such a rigid limit. She also likes to get out on weekends and do stuff like zoos, museums, etc. But then she complains about the planning for the outing and how grouchy the youngest gets by the end of it. And again, I say, let's just chill at home and voila, you've cut the work. I'm an engaged and active parent. I'm not trying to get out of it, but I don't think I should have to help my wife dig herself out of her own self-created holes She creates the stress for herself and then turns to me to alleviate it, which I think is unfair So am I the jerk for telling her she needs to do less and then she won't need this level of help? Oh my goodness me. Honestly, I just feel bad for your wife I really do like, this guy is just not helping himself is he like at no point is this mum saying, I hate doing all these things, let's stop doing them, right? She knows the benefit of doing all these things. Like, she's making and creating a great life for her children. Imagine you wake up, right, with your, with your two other siblings. You've got to make your own breakfast, get clothes, get ready for school, all that stuff. You're eight years old. Your parents are still asleep. You're probably thinking to yourself, it's not ideal. Why don't they get up at the same time as we do and help us out, you know? That's number one. Secondly, the point this man's making about, oh, how about, don't do these activities anymore. So, you're saying in effect there that you don't want your children to go and do these outings. Yes, obviously, the eight-year-old is probably getting a bit tired by the end, but what's the alternative? you sit inside all day on the weekend and just do nothing? I think that would probably be worse. I mean, you think of a good childhood. Do you think of going to the zoo and doing all these fun activities with your parents? Yeah, you might get a bit tired by the end of the day, but you don't remember that. Or do you think of staying inside? No, that doesn't sound fun to me. Let's be honest. Like what this bloke is really saying is stupid. Let's all chill at home every day, all the time, and you've cut the work. No, being a parent is hard work. That's kind of what you sign up for. Trust me, I'd know, right? As a dad of zero kids, I would know that. But seriously, parents down below, you get what I'm saying, right? Give me a comment, you know, back me up on this one. Parents have to work hard to make their children's lives fun and, you know, easier. That's the job of a parent, let's be completely real. So to say, let's just stay in bed until our kids go to school, let's just do nothing on the weekends is a total load of rubbish. I mean, you said at the end, I'm an engaged and active parent. You don't sound that to me my friend i'm gonna be completely honest with you you don't sound that engaged and you definitely don't sound active you do though sound like a bit of a jerk sorry to say it but that's how i feel am i the jerk for going on vacation without my husband my husband and i planned a week vacation to new orleans in the us we but mostly i have been planning this for months back in march i told him that i would plan most of it where to go and what to do. All he has to do was make sure he had the week off and buy the plane tickets. I spent the last few months researching what to do. I booked the hotel room, made reservations at places we wanted to try. I made a list of all the sites I wanted to see. Every few weeks, I would check in with my husband to see if he'd asked off and bought the tickets yet. He would say he was waiting for the plane ticket prices to go down. Three weeks ago, I reminded him once again, and he said he'd got off of work for the days but had forgotten to get the tickets. He looked online and the tickets were close to one and a half thousand dollars each. He said he was going to wait some more to see if they go down. Last week, I asked if he'd bought them yet, and he said no. We looked again and the prices were still high. He said he wasn't willing to spend that much on them and asked how much money I would lose if I just canceled everything instead. He offered to have a nice staycation instead. What a great alternative. I told him I wasn't willing to cancel everything because I spent so much time planning it We argued and we didn't come to a conclusion I wound up buying just one ticket for myself and when I flew out on saturday I told him I was still going and he acted all surprised that I didn't want to stay home with him I am in new orleans now and he's blowing up my phone saying that i'm a jerk for still going without him he was trying to get a ticket to come too, but I told him if he came, he is getting his own hotel room because this is now my vacation away from him. Am I the jerk? Oh my God, maybe this is the same husband from the last post. I mean, Jesus Christ, this is ridiculous. What What an idiot. Like, obviously you're not the jerk. It's just, it's just what a clown. Everybody knows, by the way, that unless you get really, really lucky with some some last minute prices to undesirable locations, plane tickets are pretty much always cheaper the further out from the date you are it's just like a common it's a common fact yeah i know there's there's times and there are deals when it's not the case but the majority of the cases that is the truth so i don't really know what your husband was thinking there was he really after some last minute deal that was gonna save him probably like 10 20 dollars per ticket on what he would have got if he just paid for the tickets when you asked him the first time no he's just being lazy That is the honest truth. And he's also not respecting the the amount of time and and effort that you spent into doing all the work for a probably really nice vacation. He's a clown and absolutely enjoy the holiday on your own. Am I the jerk for telling my sister it's her fault her son is being bullied? My sister, who is 33 years old, has two sons, Bracken, who is 13, and Neville, who's 11. My husband and I went to a basket raffle at our local library this past weekend with my sister, Bracken, Neville, Bracken's girlfriend and my sister's husband. This raffle is held every year and has many local businesses and organizations donate baskets to help raise funds for the library. There are all sorts of baskets from free messages to gift cards to sports jerseys and so much more. Bracken got some tickets for all of the sports related ones. He plays baseball and has done this every year and he's been pretty successful in the past. Bracken then went around with his girlfriend. I was hanging out with my husband, sister, and rest of the family while looking at the baskets when Bracken and his girlfriend came back to us. Shortly after this, while still looking at the baskets, we saw some sciencey baskets with projects and books for kids and adults. This type of stuff is what Neville likes. It was going fine until in that section they had a few baskets that were aimed at girls in science slash stem when neville saw the baskets he called them stupid and started making some pretty awful comments about how girls are too dumb for science and that's why they needed special baskets he made some more comments like this is why robotics club is all boys My husband and I just dismissed it, but we could see a few people giving us looks. And Bracken made a comment telling his brother Neville to shut his mouth. The raffle happened. Bracken won a lot. The rest of us didn't. On the car ride home, my hubby and I were asking each other where Neville could have learned that language, and we were stumped. Last night, I got a call from my sister, and she seemed stressed. She was telling me about how horrible Neville's first month of middle school was. She was telling me he was being targeted and bullied. I asked her to explain what happened, and she was just crying. I asked if she could give the phone to someone else. She gave it to Bracken, who told us that she wasn't telling the truth. He said that the kids were mocking Neville for what he'd said at the raffle. Bracken admitted that he had told his friends about it, who then spread it around to the sixth graders. Some of the kids in Neville's grade were calling him creepy and weird, and were doing it to his friends as well, who defended his comments. My sister quickly grabbed the phone from him after. After she calmed down, she asked me what to do. I told her that this was on her and her fault for not correcting Neville's behavior. She said that she didn't know why he said it and said that she can't just take away his phone or friends when I mentioned both as a possible source. She just doubled down and said she needed to teach Bracken and his friends not to gossip. I told her she was being ridiculous and hung up. She tried calling back. I didn't pick up. Then I got angry texts. So... Am I the jerk? Yeah, look, I completely agree. You're definitely not being the jerk here. And it is definitely on your sister to to teach her sons to not say stuff like that, not believe stupid, archaic things like this. I mean, I think we can all agree on that. What she's saying at the end there, in saying that she needed to teach her other son and his friends not to gossip, that is absolute trash. If anything, Bracken is helping her out here. He's definitely helping Neville out. I mean, he's calling him out on his sexist remarks. That's what you want a brother to do. I don't know why you, as the mother, wouldn't be backing your son up on that one and saying to your other son, no listen, you need to stop with this sort of stuff. Again, I'm not trying to, like, blame the mum for, for saying these things to him in the first place, but it is her her responsibility to, to make sure that she is, you know, looking after her son and part of that is obviously monitoring the opinions that he has, the friends that he has, what he does online, and making sure that he knows that those sort of opinions, Are just ridiculous. Don't have them. Oh wow, just looking at a comment here. I thought this was going to be about bullying because she named her son Bracken. (laughs) I mean, it's completely irrelevant to the to the post entirely, but yeah, fair enough. Any Brackens out there? Get in the comments. Big respect to you and your name. And there we go. That is gonna do it for this one, guys. Really hope you enjoyed it. Woof. Three hours of some of the very best posts from Am I the Jerk? If you're still watching or listening right now. Legendary scenes, much love to you. Subscribe, drop a like on this one, whatever platform you're on, follow, subscribe, hit the buttons, whatever buttons that are down there. And I'll see you guys all tomorrow for another movie. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.